job is not to babysit somebody. Uh, you know, we you know, we get paid to, we're just on the court, go on, uh, play hard, uh, win some games. Uh, that's all we get paid for. We don't get paid to come out here and, you know, try to babysit somebody. And uh, So that's, that's not our job, and I'm sure my teammates feel that way. Take him to Detroit. No! No, not Detroit! No! No, please! Anything but that! No! You got Chris Thompson? Mark Thompson. <laughs> Sugar O'Karm. Hey, listen to the Renner Best Sports Show, Sports with the Coach. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? It's a beautiful Tuesday here. You know, it's, it's always a beautiful Tuesday here in Philadelphia. I know. Real nice October October weather, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Feeling feeling fall approved. I got my long sleeves. I got my Oakland Raiders jersey on. We 4-2 and two right now, baby. We got the bum Philadelphia Eagles coming in. You know what I'm saying? Listen, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. We just seen them get spanked by the Super Bowl champs, and we hot. We got rid of our racist. Uh, you know, he said all that crazy stuff. Coach, we ready for the Eagles. It's going to be a cakewalk. Four and two, baby. Don't mind, Mark. I think he hit his head on the way in. Once again, you listen to the <laughs> Running Back Sports Show. Sports for the Culture every Tuesday here on 98.5 WJYN. Sports for the Culture. If you want to call to join the discussion, the hotlines, the line is open all day. We do not have any special guests. So it's just going to be me and my two wonderful co-hosts today. If you want to call during the discussion, hit that, uh, what's that call number, Mark? Of course, 215-763-9596 to join the conversation. We got a lot on tap today. We got, uh, of course, the hottest news right now in the NBA besides opening day. We got some Ben Simmons drama we're going to talk about. We also, it is the uh, tip-off of the 75th anniversary of the NBA season, so that's a lot of exciting things we'll be talking about. And, of course, you know, I was just messing around, but we're going to talk about the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, Nick Sariani, and definitely week recap this week's NFL action. So let's go. Let's get this conversation started. Yeah. Normally we start off with the NFL, but we can't ignore we this. We can't. We can't. We can't. It's, it's, it's too prevalent. And Ben Simmons officially came back to practice uh, yesterday. Well, he rejoined the team on Sunday. Yeah. Did not play in the final preseason game, which I believe was on Friday. Mm-hmm. He was not available for media on Monday. He was supposed to be available for media today. However, Immediately after practice, Ben Simmons has been suspended for at least one game for contract detrimental to the team. Been multiple reports from Woj and I believe Keith Pompey that the reasons why for his suspension was Ben Simmons was not engaging in like any sort of the practice activities that were going on for the Sixers to get ready for their um, season opener tomorrow in New Orleans against the Pelicans. Yeah, that. Listen, first off. When I heard when we heard he was coming back, it it happened quick. We talked about it last week how he essentially just came out of nowhere. Like we you don't show up to anyone's house unannounced, and that's essentially what he did returning back to the facility. Then okay, we we hear he's getting private workouts, not traveling with the team, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody at this point is trying to save face. Everyone, especially for the Sixers, everyone is are saying that they're staying professional. You know, Ben's here now. You know, Doc's talking about how he wants to try to integrate Ben slowly it making it kind of sound as if Ben Simmons is back and he's on board with what's happening with the Philadelphia 76ers on a quest for an NBA championship first one since 1983 and 
But that's not really what's happening whatsoever. We finally get to see some footage of Ben Simmons at practice, and he looks super lackadaisical. He's not showing any effort, and literally that is what you predicted last week, Chris. If he comes in and he absolutely just does nothing and makes it worse, oh, yeah, it, it, it got worse. And now we're at a situation where he has been suspended for game one, which is the season opener against the New Orleans, Orleans Pelicans, and he won't be playing And it's 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 a mess. It's it's a mess. It's getting worse and worse. And then the wildest part about it is, if here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. This doesn't benefit anyone. I just said this on Twitter. If we send him to Cleveland or we send him to Indiana, it doesn't benefit anyone because number one, Sixers aren't getting back in return what they actually want and what they need to succeed. Then Ben Simmons, right? He wants to be the guy, right? You want to be the guy so bad, but you're going to be the guy not in the playoffs. Like you're like He could like, be the guy in Cleveland. But he's not going to be in the playoffs. Like so you're you're leaving a number 1 seeded team, right? To be a bottom of the barrel team in the NBA, but you're the guy. So it always makes me question like what are you really in this league for? Are you in this league for the money and the lifestyle? All right, cool, fine. If you just say that, whatever, cool. Then that's going to say a lot about you. But if you if you want to enter this league and be great, then okay, you're you're gonna you're gonna make it right and you're gonna get better. This entitlement that he has is beyond me. If I hear another person compare the Ben Simmons situation to what James Harden did last year, or the I'm, I'm going to lose my or the TO situation. First off, you gotta be good to even be in the same conversation as both Ben um, I'm sorry, James Harden and Terrell Owens, because those guys are definitely Hall of Famers. Now, the James Harden thing, I get it. He came in out of shape. He won it out of Houston. You know, it's a similar situation. Only difference is James Harden is in a different lane. Like James Harden is a walking Hall of Famer, former MVP, and 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 how much did he have that first game back? Overweight coming back from the strip club? I believe forty four and seventeen. Huh? What did he have? Forty four and seventeen. Okay, Ben Simmons would probably never do that on his best day. So it's a whole different lane. And at least James Harden was a professional. He was there. He still participated. He did what he was supposed to do, but this guy, like, come on. Like, I understand you're not going to do anything in practice. All right, I get that. But we know you're not going to do anything in a game, so it's just all around just utter disappointment from this guy. And I, I can't wait till he's gone. I can't wait till he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, overall, it's me. You know what I, You know what we should do? What's up? I should make, like, a chart. Yeah. Like, like, a bing, like a Sixers, like, process bingo chart. Yeah. And obviously we get the free space. I think the free space should be like Sam Hinky. No, no. <laughs> All right. So uh, what, what should the free space be? Then? Oh no! Make the, make make the people feel good, man. The process was embarrassing. All right, fine. Let's make the free space Joel Embiid. Fine. All right. Fine. And then like we uh, uh can we make it Allen Iverson? That's the only thing that still matters in for I the mean, Philadelphia. I mean, but it's pro- it's process bingo. So Joel Embiid uh, has to be. The well, free I mean, process bingo. Allen Iverson was there at the end when they needed to sell some tickets and get some butts in the seats. Yeah, but then like you know, we got the twenty six game losing streak. We got wow. ten and seventy two. Yeah. Michael Carter Williams, Nernos, Noel, Dario Sarge, yeah. uh, the Sam, uh, the Brian Colangelo collar, the burner account, burner account can't forget the burner the account. Sesame allergies from Zaire Smith, yeah. like it, it, the 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 uh, shooting hitch, yeah, and uh, Markel Fultz, <laughs> yeah, Jaleel Okafor, that fighting that fight in Boston. What a mess! We deserve so much more. <laughs> and the and the crazy thing about this is Philadelphia fans get the worst rap. But look at what we deal with. All we want our teams to do is try. <laughs> That's it. All we want our teams to do is try. If you're not going to try and you're not going to play well, you're going to hear it. That's simple.
I'm down for it though. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like actually thinking about it and like how long has it like last? I believe it lasts so like still still to this day, like five to six years. And the Process? only yeah. Yeah. And the only thing that we really have to show for it at this point in time is literally just Joel Embiid. That's it. And the the thing is the process has spilled over so bad into the other three major teams in the city to the point where it's like, Oh, it's okay that we stink, these guys are growing. Like what? The process really changed all four teams. That's all. That's all we hear right now with the Eagles. Oh, it's okay. Like you know, this is this is uh Sirianni's first year. You know, he's he needs time. No, you're in the NFL, my guy. Like we need. No, it's now. Now's the time. Jalen Hurts. Oh yeah. Like yeah, give him time. He'll grow. I ain't gonna lie. I'm on that side with it. The guys only played ten games. I'm I'm cool with that. Well, I'm, 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 I'm cool I'm, with I'm, that. I'm, I'm about to say. You know, well, yeah. watch your tongue. When we talk players, cool coaches. When you're talking leaders of men, nah, you don't get that many opportunity but that it, i feel like overall it has changed the perception of the philadelphia fans so much and that's why i can't stand the process i hate it i literally hate it because now everybody's like so patient give us time but yet when you l- hear the national media we're so terrible and and all we want is this and all we want is that like but you're not here you don't understand how freaking like it's like so easy to please Philadelphia fans. Ben Simmons can come out on Friday after he's suspended, even though he probably won't play. He can come back Friday, shoot a couple jumpers, maybe make one and have a 25-8-8 eight and eight game, and he's forgiven. It's that freaking easy. Yeah. It's that freaking easy. <laughs> like, but, this, but the city gets such a terrible rap. It's, it's beyond me. Um, yeah. It's beyond me. Just hilarious. Well, like, I, honestly, I, I just can't help but laugh. About what? Oh, no, just the whole Ben Simmons thing. It, no, it, it's super laughable. No, no, but it's just funny because literally five years ago, I was the only person on the Brandon Ingram train. He was like, you can't pass up on a guy like Ben Simmons. I'm like, but Brandon Ingram can shoot and he fits well with Joel Embiid. But right. Joel Embiid has a seven of Gloria. I'm like, so what, who are we really building around? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, in, when it's all said, listen, when it's all said and done, Joel Embiid, if on the court, he was going to be better than both Nerlens Noel and Jaleel Okafor. Yeah. Jaleel Okafor and Nerlens Noel separately do, like, it's like Nerlens, it's like Jaleel Okafor's like offensive game, and Nerlens Noel's a uh, defense. You combine them together. That's Joel Embiid. So Pretty once much. Joel Embiid gets better, how are you going to manage those minutes? And, and it happened exactly how I thought. Yeah, you're right. Three centers. Then neither one of them can stretch the floor. Well, Joel Embiid can, but he's a lot better at the five, right? Because of his limited mobility, especially coming off an injury and him coming in a little overweight. Three straight acting, three straight centers in a row is poor team construction. But nobody wanted to hear about that. Yeah. Everybody was like, "Oh, but it's an insurance policy." I'm like, "You don't waste lottery picks on insurance." Yeah, that's th- th- that's to me like that's why I hate. I hate. And like that's why I did not like the Jaleel Okafor pick. I, if anything, I'd rather wish we would have traded down. I never really was on the board with Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, um, but it is what it is at this point. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. Even though I did have that hindsight, <laughs> but anyway, this is this is just a mess at this point. I don't I don't even know if Ben. You I've, had the foresight. That's what you're saying. Yeah, foresight. Yeah. Hi, Carm. How are you? I'm I'm going through it, guys. Run it back, fam. I'm going through it. I'm in the fire. I'm in the coals. We feel you. I, you know, I'm very upset that it's getting cooler. When it gets colder, it just kills the vibe. Well, my vibe, anyways. 
I'm all, I thrive off sunshine and, and heat and warmth. So I'm a little I'm a little upset that it's reality setting in and October is really October. I don't I don't know. I don't that know. seasonal depression is a real thing though. Yeah, like don't I'm let nobody tell you that. Kind of like it is. And then I'm tired, just you know, just just dealing with stuff. But you know, I'm happy to be here. Um, well, yeah, um, I saw you in the Eagles game on Thursday. Yeah, you know, I went to my first Eagles game ever on Thursday. Nice. And it ended up being against Tampa Tom, Tom Brady. So that was pretty exciting to see Tom Brady live in person. You know, I can say I've seen him. You're a lucky gal. You got to possibly see Tom's final game at the link, and it was your first game. Yeah, so that was nice if they won, though. That was really cool to see Tom Brady. Like, I was definitely hyped up. Um, and we had good seats, so I can't complain about that. Uh, there was an obnoxious fan sitting next to us at where we were in the like in the box seats. And um, who's this us you speak of? My friend. Okay. Um, but mm-hmm. so we were mm-hmm. sitting where we were sitting. There was like two guys <laughs> right next to us, right? Uh-huh. And the one guy was like this older g- gentleman, and he was just so obnoxious. He was like, "Yeah, who's running this defense? This is high school defense. Who's scared of us?" Ha 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 ha. He was just like going on and on. He's a like, Tampa fan? No, he's an Eagles fan. Oh, okay. like he was just like basically kind of trashing them before someone else does type vibe. Who, the Eagles or? Uh, no, the guy. He was like trashing the Eagles before someone else trashes the Eagles. Mm-hmm. He's just saying like his frustrations and stuff like that. I love those type of people. But no, 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 no. Like my ear was ringing. Like it was too much. He just, every second he could talk, he just talked. Like shut up. No one wants to hear you. Like be oh, quiet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens a lot. He's like it, a big heckler. Like he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, can you be quiet? Gotta, like gotta this is like, characters. I'm just trying to relax and watch this game and you're like talking to oh, every it's, a, it's an Eagles game there's no such thing as relaxing no but it's like it's one thing to be hype and to cheer and make comments but he was just being obnoxious and then he was using like slurs and then like he uh he ended up so I guess since it was a primetime game Thursday Night Football mm-hmm. the uh, Maya the the female ref she refed at the game mm-hmm. I saw her and um He's like, oh, yeah, get the girl off the field. That's what he said. I literally looked at him back. I looked right at him so hard. And he looked at me. And then he kind of, like, didn't say anything after that about her. I was like, um, sir, don't do it because I'm, you don't know me, but I'm, I know sports, and I will rip you a new one. Don't come at women in sports. Mm, you think you know me. Like, I, I, was, I was definitely offended that he said that. Like, it just shows how some people, and I, let me just say this. He was, oh, he was, oh, he was at a certain age. He was, like, probably 65 and up. And he just had this opinion about women and obviously, I mean, about her. And I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. besides his obnoxious self, I had a great time. You know, I enjoy watching the game. Here's the thing. Being at the game, it did seem hopeless at a certain point that we know we're losing. But at one point, we had a chance to kind of, we could have, we would have made that field goal. And if we would have made a touchdown at a certain point when we had third down, that we could have, we could have did something. You know, we only lost by six. So, you know, at the game it was exciting because everyone got real hyped up for a while. Like, yeah, like we can make a comeback. Yeah, like when Miles Sanders ran the ball and they picked a run play. I remember just screaming at the TV like, thank God. And then everybody in yeah. the crowd is just like acting like nuts. we won the Super Bowl all over again. Everyone like, yeah. So it's like it was cool to see the emotion of the game. from. And here's the thing I want to say. The field is so much smaller in person. Like that field looks so tiny in person. Mm-hmm. And on the yeah. TV it looks so big. Like it's like so like it's a very long field and yeah. it's huge but when you there in person it does not look that big at all like i'm sure it would be something to run it but just looking down at it i was surprised because i would never been to an nfl game so that was like a new experience for me so i definitely think i had a good time and the link is nice so you know it was cool link to go is solid yeah 
So I had a good time. Solid That's what's up. I'm glad you had a good time. Don't let the f- don't let the score fool you though. We got smoked that game. I mean, <laughs> like we really got. The thing smoked. about it is the joke of the game was when we were at the game. We were all talking. We were like, yeah. How they covered the spread? We were like, yeah, run an RPO for Zach Ertz. That'll work every time. <laughs> like it's just like they like literally every first down. It's like Actually, RPO to Zach Ertz. It's like why is this? Why is this happening? It's like it was not working every time. Oh, yeah. Unintentionally, that was also you went to Zach Ertz's last game. I know. Wow. Isn't that How crazy? About that? His fine behind. That's crazy. Mm. <laughs> Even with the blonde hair? Yeah. We, we can have white hair. Fine. I didn't know Zach Ertz was your kind. Yeah. Fine as hell. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. I Zach, know I know he married and everything. He happily married, but he's still fine. I guess some things have changed over there on I'm, Carm's list. I'm a miss Zach. I'm going to miss you, Zach. Not only for your talents, but for <laughs> your looks as well. So, bye, Zach. We appreciate you in Philly. Yeah. Truly. I do. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah, no, nah, I am going to miss Zach Ertz. I just feel like the trade was what? When did we When did we draft Rager? 2019. Yeah. That's when we should have traded Ertz. Like, we got that cornerback. Corners, right? Yeah. But now Zach Ertz about to win a ring, another one. No, 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 no. Relax. He might. Relax. I don't. Come on. He might. Cardinals undefeated. Come on, relax. I don't know about the Cardinals Cardinals just yet. They are are solid though. And then, and then the wildest thing is right when you have a young quarterback like uh, Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray, you're supposed to have them a good quality security blanket that can help them through these rough times and someone to help bail them out. We just got rid of our security blanket and gave them to Arizona. So there's a possibility. Still got Dallas Goddard. Huh? Still got Dallas Goddard. Yeah, but Dallas Goddard, he's a fumble away from being L.J. Smith because he's frustrating. He's so frustrating. Hey, we still still got one. Still got Philly. Hey, we still got the legend, Richard Rodgers. All right. We just got it. First off, I don't really care about who we have now because our coach doesn't have any competence to make sure that this guy can even freaking run and operate an NFL offense. It's ridiculous. I don't, I'm, I'm just so tired of it. It's, it's just like we talked about this last week. It really has to be – this has to really come down from Howie and uh, – what's his name? Jeffrey Lurie because there's no way that we're still running the same exact football that we ran when we had Doug and Carson Wentz. When and always I, fails, run the RPO to Zachary. That's it. Or, or what's the one I saw? It was a shirt where um, it was like RPO, but the R is like super optional. Like, that was pretty funny. <laughs> the P.O. Yeah, basically. It was just, I, I, the offense just could not get anything going. It's just every time it's just go, be just turnover on downs, turnover on downs. And then, you know, it was just like it was the same looking stuff. Every Just watching a person you see, it just looks the same. I don't blame the, the Bucks defense for just like, you know, tearing apart because we just, nothing was a new, like, not, they gave no good new looks. It was just like, oh, same kind of thing, same kind of thing. Let's maybe try to run for a hot second, and then let's go back to throwing it. It's just, and then Jalen, you know, was scrambling, and it was just like, wow. And then just see Tom Brady get out there, and he's just like, you know, moving. You're just like, dang, like, he got to feel so quick. It's just so easy, so effortless. And Tom is doing no movement. Not saying it's bad to run and not to run, not to go into that debate, but just to watch Tom just kind of. But, again, what his offense is is different. What he's seen is different. You know, he has a different situation. But just to see Tom be able to be in the pocket and just kind of like execute yeah, and that's yeah and that's the ultimate thing um tom brady's in a situation where bruce arians also one of the best offensive minds byron leftwich 
uh, you know, their offensive coordinator, who definitely needs to be in consideration for a head coaching job real soon. Of course. All of those guys. You need to come coach my team. Yeah, all of these guys are on the same page in terms of what Tom Brady should and should not do. And that's obviously, to me, you know, an obvious disconnect here. You got rid of Doug Peterson because you felt like, you know, Doug Peterson's the problem. And that's what people really don't understand. They won the Super Bowl three years ago, and three years later, they got rid of the Super Bowl winning head coach. They got rid of Carson Wentz, and he took a $30-plus million cap hit after already giving him an extension. You hire a guy. You hire the, you hire, um, the offensive coordinator that – was under the off was under the guy that was the main reason why your offense was the way it was in 2017 to quote unquote fix Carson Wentz and then you still eventually get rid of Carson Wentz right so and then the wildest thing is the argument coming into this upcoming season before we got Sirianni was uh, who do we choose are we going to choose Doug or we choose Carson never once thought they were both getting kicked to the curb yeah. Cause uh, and and it's also it's it's kind of b- about to be the same question again. We've got a mediocre coach and maybe a mediocre quarterback, and we're going into the same questions again during the off season. Who will we choose? The coach? Uh, I mean, the coach. You just signed the coach. You can't get rid of the coach. So it looks like Jalen Hurts is out. Yeah. And but it's because of the coach, in my opinion. No, but it's well. Any no. Let, let let's not do all this. Um, in the end, it's all the general manager because yes. here's the thing: if Sirianni, well, I read reports, Sirianni's job is safe. Unless something drastic happens, he's still going to be the coach after this season. But here's the thing. How bad would it look if the guy that you personally handpicked after you got rid of your Super Bowl winning head coach flames out after a year? Right. At some point, I don't care if that's your boy. Something has to click in Jeffrey Lurie's head where he's like, yo, something is wrong about this picture. We got rid of Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz had a bad 2020. Meanwhile, we got a brand-new quarterback, a younger quarterback, a cheaper quarterback option in Jalen Hurts who says all the right things, is a leader. He has all the intangibles, stuff people want to play for him. He has the guts and all that stuff. But the same mechanical and consistency issues still lie with Jalen Hurts that we had when we had with Carson Wentz. And then, meanwhile, we got rid of our Super Bowl-winning head coach and who – for a guy that has zero head coaching experience, zero play calling experience, and he fans out after a year. Something has to click where it's like, okay, we can't keep doing this, and we have to change our philosophy. However, I really doubt that because Jeffrey Lurie just has as much to say in terms of how this team is operating as much as Howie. So as long as Howie's here and Lurie's calling the shots the way he wants to, I really don't see much changing. and Nothing's going to change. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I'm not sure who said that. I'm pretty sure my dad or somebody said this, that Jeffrey Lurie is slowly turning into Jerry Jones. He's trying to be Jerry Jones. He's trying to he's be Jerry. He's trying, and it's not, he's but, not really doing a good job yeah, at it. Yeah, here's, here's the major difference. Like, he's Jerry Jones now, like he, the Jerry Jones that we know. He's not like Jerry Jones in the 90s when they were winning. Hmm. He only got one under his belt. Like, come on, bro, pump yeah, your brakes. All right, but here's, the, here's the, even the thing with Jerry Jones now. He's hitting on his draft picks where he drafts. He hit on Zach Martin, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Uh, the trace for Amari Cooper. Uh, Michael Parsons. Yeah, Trevon Diggs is leading Even the though league. he's getting guys they don't necessarily need, because yeah. everybody knows Dallas has been needing a corner for oh so long, and they just like, ah, ah. Yeah, but, yeah. He's still getting wide receivers yeah, and, and still got, yeah, and, and, and But they got tra- Trayvon Diggs. Yes, they did. And he's having a career year after a really rocky uh, rookie season. Yeah. He's leading the league in interceptions. He's Dope. A, 
Yeah. His story's kind of awesome, too. I like his story. Yeah. And He's related to... Stefan Diggs. That's his brother? That's his yeah. Bro- yeah, their brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. They both, so they both were uh, wide receivers that. at, what was it, Alabama, right? Yeah. And then Alabama was Nick Saban was like, nah, bro, I like you at corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Trayvon was hurt. He was super hurt because he wanted to be wide receiver just like his brother. And now come to find out, he's about to be a Pro Bowl cornerback. And then, and the best way to improve your skills is work out with your brother over the offseason, which that's all they do. Yeah. And it helps that your brother is actually a top five wide receiver in the league. Yeah, like, and he's really good. I still can't believe Minnesota gave him away for, like, what? Yeah, for pennies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, even so, then he's got Justin Jefferson, so it evens itself out. How do you get that lucky? And then here we are. <laughs> here we are. We, that summer, we could have had Stefan Diggs. It was like a second-round pick, right? Yeah, yeah, no. It was like something wild. No, it, like, that all season was crazy because first was a DeAndre Hopkins trade. Right. Then it was a Stefan Diggs and, trade. And they were both, like, for second and, like, six-round picks. Mm-hmm. And then the draft happened where, you know, we had an opportunity to trade up to get Calvin Ridley. Did not happen. No. And the opportunity to get CeeDee Lamb or no. Justin Jefferson. No. Yep. Nope. None of that happened. No. None of those guys. None of those guys. Well, yeah. that's it. It's Are you, bad. Here's the thing. I, the one thing we can agree upon, no one's shocked. I know. That. And you know what? It's sad. It's I think typical. That's it's just typical Philly sports. I'm and trying. That's how we can't drive nowhere. Sixers, Eagles, we can't do nothing. Phillies. 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 We, not, we just can't draft. Like, that's our problem. We not can't even s- talking about the Flyers. It's just like, wow. You can't see talent right in front of you. You just, like, I get it. Sometimes you want to take a chance on people. Like, yeah, maybe this is going to be a sleeper. But it's, come on, sometimes it's right in front of you. But, see, the wildest part is they don't even be having people who, like, really locked into the game making these decisions. It's all analytics. Like, even the fact that Allen Iverson said that he, like, we, okay, he is an ambassador for the Sixers. But to have, like, an eye like and help like the team. I don't think Allen Iverson is coming to be a coach. We know that. I feel like he's more of like he wants to help talent evaluation, scouting, things of that nature. Like I feel like he can really help. AI said something so important in that interview with Taylor Rooks. He said, I, I've played in the league for X amount of years. I forgot how many years AI played. But he said I can look at a guy and tell if he got it in him or not. Y'all know directly who that was mm-hmm. shot at. And you, you, you think Allen Iverson can't help there? He can who definitely help. Sh- who was that a shot at? Who do you think it was? Your uh, lover. Can I have your jersey, by the way? Well, borrow it. What jersey? Your lover's jersey. Ben Simmons? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's Anyways. exactly who he was talking about, your lover. <laughs> well, I mean, Here first of all, the Sixers. The no, I'm not. Listen, the Sixers is just straight disrespectful because they haven't had AI, like, signed as, like, a you know, a paid member of the staff. They, like, legit, Ben Wallace just got signed to the Pistons. Like it was like all these people were like advisors and I mean you signed to the Pistons as a as a as a whatever advisor manager whatever the heck so it's like for the Sixers not to sign AI the legend the goat I mean, is, is a joke. I mean to be fair, AI does have a history of op- of completing obligations. Remember he signed with the Big Three League and he always showed up late. Yeah, but I so mean what? we need a, him. To, we need his mind. Let's be honest, it's the Who Big cares? Three. Yeah, even so. <laughs> only, like, uh, don't get me wrong. I, uh, I do check out the big three. Mark is honestly just. Yeah, but even even so, then it's a job. It's like, it's like, it, are you gonna are you gonna sign and give a guy a paycheck that's gonna that has I a mean, history of being late and like not point, showing up to events? Who cares? Bruh, he, he did whatever he wanted when he was a player, as a as a coach. Yeah. Who cares? If, as long as he does what he's supposed to do and sees the talent and helps us cultivate talent, who it. cares? He can that do whatever he wants. It's AI. Like now, no one's needed him to like you know win games anymore. He'll be will be fine. We'll okay. be fine. Okay, I'm 
All right, fine. You know what? I'll just keep that same energy when you're working with somebody who's, you know, always late to their jobs and always leave you high and dry. No, no, no. I don't have that energy. I don't agree. I mean, at this point, at, at I'm saying in the Sixers, in the Sixers world, I don't think it could hurt them the way things are going. That's all but I'm saying. But not to let him do what he wants because that's how we're in this freaking situation yeah, But he's not going to be ben that Simmons. impactful in no. terms of that. I'm just saying that if he got signed, he would just be good just to have his Oh, no, he'd be very impactful. To help the team. That's it. I'm not saying that he's going to be the star employee and we should hold him to a standard if he does work with the Sixers. But all I'm saying is at this point, it's not going to hurt us because look how bad we're doing in terms of like our talent and, you know, like, you know what I'm saying. That I can agree on 100%, but you got to look at it like this as well. The Sixers have been still making money off of Allen Iverson since he's been gone. Like, how many Allen Iverson bobblehead nights are there? How many times you have Allen Iverson just show up at a random game? You know, they after a TV timeout, Allen Iverson comes to the middle. He does a little ear thing. Like, you're still getting money off of this guy. Give him a bigger role within the organization. If you're so scared that he's not going to show up and do this and do that, it's called a contract. That's it. Maybe that's why he doesn't have a contract. Huh? Maybe that's why. Maybe. But, I just but, think but they need AI to think. would help they us. Need to he think. would help the team. Like, there's no, there's no appeal. Like, like, for example, as a young kid these days, like, the Sixers are known more because you got to think, we're getting older. We're getting older. There's kids, for example, who've grown up in the Boston area who've seen their, all of their teams win championships. That wasn't like that when we were growing up. So – the, the AI phase is going a little bit, but while you can still have it, while there's people who are still respectful of him and who he is, you got to use that to the best of your ability, but you also got to pay the man and take care of it. And him as the man, I'm sure he's grown. He want that money. He want to act right. It's, 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 this ain't practice we talking about. We literally talking about examining talent and helping show these kids how to play basketball. I agree. Nothing else. Okay, I'll agree with that. I yeah. think that people, like, people will want to come here like for – him and like who he is and what he can bring to like you know what his expertise he can put upon them and i don't think he'll mess it up too much obviously he's not gonna be the most professional person in the world but i think that he'll do what he needs to do and i think it'll help the team and it'll help players and bring them in like you know i think that it'll it'll just help the team we need it it'll definitely help the team is just we're just in a bad way right now the culture is just kind of going down the tubes it's just a mess with this ben simmons stuff it's, it's drama. I've been and on Twitter all day. It's all this drama. And AI, I think he is just, you know, he's he's the franchise. Like, without AI, still. The six, still. still. So, without AI, the Sixers are just kind of irrelevant, if you really think about it. So, bringing him in, I think, will only just help our morale and help players be drawn more to the Sixers. Cause at this I mean, point, Dr. J's still alive, though, so. Huh? Dr. J still alive, so who knows Dr. No, I'm J? Not, now. I'm not saying, of course, Dr. J. Talking about the fans, legend, like the the kids I'm, today. Nobody. You, when's the last time you heard a, a rookie interviewer and they're like, "Oh yeah, Dr. J. Yeah, that's my guy." That don't happen no more. No, you gotta, I'm not saying he's not, but I'm saying he's just like his older. He's the older generation. He's. I like, know that's what I'm saying. Like no, as no, far as relating. Quick. Oh no, yeah, no. as far as relating, like, oh, Dr. J. What? I know Dr. Dr. J. I respect Dr. J a lot. I I respect him too, but you got to think the game has evolved so much. Like Dr. J highlights now compared to how the NBA game is now, it is so boring. Because it's like, oh, that's what everybody does now. But back then, Dr. J was ahead of his time. Like, you know the the iconic one where he's underneath the backboard? They do that every game now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's that's why Dr. J is cool for the old heads. It depends on who you trying to cater to. But if you're talking about, like, trying to have a young bull from 
the Suns come over to the Sixers, you're like, oh yeah, you know Dr. Jr. Ambassador, who? Dr. Pepper. Like they don't, they don't know the boy from the Hennessy commercials. Like they don't, you don't, they don't know. But you say Allen Iverson. It's different. So that's why we got to capitalize while we still can Do because it. we Love have it. more Love years you. of the trashy process where we're being trashed and called losers and we lose on purpose than good years left because generations are changing. That's it. That's all I'm saying. So all the consensus is AI, come aboard. Six series, bring them on. What be, we got to lose? They being weird. What we got to lose? Ben Timmons does whatever he wants. We what we got to lose? We would have been had Dame if AI was like had a bigger role. No lie. Cause, cause you got to think like the people who want to be great, they want to be around greatness. And it's like when you get that opportunity to be around greatness and go ahead and pick their brain and understand how they did through this situation, that situation, how they maneuver through that, maneuver through that. I'm talking about on the court. I don't care about what he did off the court because that's why we immortalize Allen Iverson to this day. We don't care about what he did at Fridays and not showing up to practice and this, that, and the third. We we love what he did on the court as a warrior in the Philadelphia 76ers. So like people are going to gravitate towards that because it's about the game. If you want to talk about being professional, go talk to Elton Brand. He's a great professional. You know, what old school, school Chevy started. Old school you know what I did at the Fridays on City Line. Oh, he used to just be there every Friday getting a pop. And that's why to this day it's called Club Fridays. That, that the way, have you ever been to uh, Fridays on City Line? I've been there, but not for like. Let's just say this. The atmosphere and the people who there, that started because of AI. Great. Thanks, AI. <laughs> you made it. You made it pop. Uh, I'm up. just saying, Club Fridays. <laughs> Club Fridays. <sighs> Them drinks be hitting though. I was. I ain't gonna lie. I was in there about three weeks, four weeks ago, <laughs> celebrating the homie's birthday. Wasn't there too long though. <laughs> Yo, shut up. Can't be. <laughs> can't be. Can't be. You there? You there too late. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Let me get my behind back to Roxborough. I can't be banking with y'all. Yeah, man, can't be there too late. Otherwise, it's going to look like a Waffle House at 2 a.m. in Atlanta. You ain't <laughs> said nothing but a word. Don't don't let it be the night when they got the DJ and karaoke popping. Because they will be twerking on the bar. And this <laughs> is not a lie. Breathe in. I had been in, in there on one of the nights they did the karaoke. I was like, oh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Xfinity can never. But anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, once again, listen to 98.5 WJY. Yeah, running back sports show, sports for the culture. If you want to call to join the discussion, might drop that call number. Of course, 215-763-9596. We're talking Eagles. We're talking Sixers. We're here till, uh about the 7 o'clock hour. Yes, sir. Yep. So, you want to call in? Call in. Lines are open. However, in the meantime, we're going to switch it up. We've been uh, we've been deprived a few weeks of this, so. What, we, what, what, what we doing? So I think I think it's a little time for uh, Carm's corner. Oh, what's up, Carm? What's up? You ready? The the sure. the, the long the long <laughs> antici- the wait the highly anticipated long awaited. We got some J Lo queued up here. Yeah. Sure. There's only one place you can find this here. I'm so happy you we know. have time today. Oh, I know. We gotta we gotta take care of our. Princess. I'm glad that I've been I've been I've been squeezed in. Thank gotta, you. We gotta take care oh of our. Princess. Thank you so shout much, out, Christopher. Shout out to the uh, princess. Christopher allowed allows is allowing cars corner today. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> shout out to the princess of running back. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? She, she do her thing. Yeah, you know I'm saying she out here in these streets. Yeah, I'm saying. And I'm not going to say cue up my music, you know, the rest, because Chris got offended last week. So I'm going to say, Chris, please cue up my music. That's what we're talking about. You like that, Chris? Yeah. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Hold on. I'm I'm waiting for the music. Oh, I can hear it in the headphones. You ain't got the headphones. Oh, I ain't got the headphones? Oh, yeah, I'm tripping. I'm just playing. I can't hear the headphones. You can't? I'm just talking. It's not on yet. All right, it's on now. 
Hey. Okay, y'all. Welcome back to Carm's Corner. Carm's Corner is a time where I talk about whatever I want. Not kidding. Carm's Corner is a time where I talk about anybody that I think that is doing great things in sports in the world. Um, I just talk about any topics that interest me. I usually talk about women. Um, for today's Carm's Corner, I'm going to touch on two people from the newly stated WNBA, um, WNBA champs. The Chicago Sky, if you're living under a rock and you don't know, the Chicago Sky just won their first WNBA championship um, Wednesday night. I mean, I'm sorry, Monday night. Again, they defeated the Phoenix Mercury 3-1. to one. Um, I have a kind of, you know, up uh, up in the air feelings about that because I wanted the Mercury. I was rooting for, I was honestly, I was rooting for both teams. I didn't mind that the Sky won because Candace Parker, it's her first season home back in Chicago. So, you know, I, I wanted that for her. She hasn't won once since, I think, 2016. And then, um, you know, the Chicago Sky in their franchise history has never won one. But I wanted the Mercury to win, though, because I really like Tarasi and Skylar Diggins. And Brittany Griner has had a crazy season. So I was just, I just like the Mercury as a whole squad. So I was rooting for them. So I'm kind of like bittersweet, but congratulations to the Sky. So for today, I want to first talk about the uh, coach of the Chicago Sky, who's his name is James Wade. Okay, so I just want to say this. The two people that I'm talking about, Mark, they're August babies. Everyone that I talk about is August Let's babies. Go. It's crazy. So it's just it's not even that I mean to. It's just anybody that's doing anything is born in August. So just saying. All right, so James Wade, um, he's born August 15, 1975. Um, he's 46 years old. He started coaching in 2013. Um, he was drafted in 1998 in the NBA draft, but he—I mean, he—he—he—he he, 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 he was set to go into the NBA draft in 1998, but he went undrafted. Um, hold on, I have one more thing. Let me say about him. Um, he was the 2019 WNBA Coach of the Year, and then besides that, um, James Wade pretty much changed the whole culture at the Chicago Sky. Um, he, this is his sixth year as a general manager and head coach, and he has built the, one of the most successful periods in franchise history, holding the highest winning percentage of any Sky coach. Um, he produced a 32-24 win-loss record across his first two seasons. So um, the Sky owner says, has like, you know, James has done a remarkable job of establishing a winning environment, culture, and team camaraderie. So under um, James Wade, this guy finished both the 2019 and 2020 regular season over 500, a milestone the team had only hit three other times in the 15 seasons since the Sky's 2006 inception. And they had back-to-back playoff appearances, and Wade is the only Sky coach to reach the playoffs in every season they have held the, ro- they have held the role. So Andy became the, co- the franchise's first coach to reach 30 wins in only 48 games, the fastest in Chicago team his Chicago team history. So, like I said, he was the 2019 WNBA Coach of the Year, um, and he just got signed to a new contract. So he just got the bag um, with his new contract with the Sky. And again, he just brought the championship home to Chicago, the franchise's first ever. Um, he's from Memphis, Tennessee. He's actually married to an, a retired French basketball player. Her name's Edwidge Lawson Wade. So, you know, he's like, oh, he's deep in basketball. And like I said, he went undrafted in 1998 draft. So he used to play. So that's James Wade from Chicago Sky. So besides that, I'm going to talk about someone who is a Philly native who just got the WNBA Finals MVP, Kalia Copper. 
Okay, she's North Philly's own. She's a North Philly born and bred. I can tell from that picture. Right, so that picture if, got guy really gassed up. Like, yeah, she kind of leaned down on her, but it wasn't as like it was like a brief second. It was not like it was like all. It was this. I watched it live, so it wasn't as. Put that on every barbershop in America. That's what I'm saying. No, no, because no, 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 no. It was definitely, it was definitely an epic pick. Don't downplay it. Not, it was. Dope. I'm not damp- I'm saying it's an epic pick, but I'm saying in that moment, like she it wasn't as like hardcore as that picture makes it seem. She kind of looked down and she kind of just like turned away. Neither was the AI shot over Ty Lue. It happened that quick, but it still. Tyloo still can't out, yeah, no, no, outrun it. Yeah, no, it was it. definitely a little moment. I give it to her. So we need, we need that same energy. So, all right, so Kalia Copper. What about Kalia Copper? So Kalia Copper was born August 28th, okay, another August baby, 94. She's 27, from Philly, North Philly. She's 6'1". She went to Prep Charter High School in Philly. She went to Rutgers. She um, was drafted in 2016 in the first round. She's a seventh pick, okay? So, um... It's a bit some a story about Copper. She hasn't had the easiest um, story necessarily. So hold on, I got this. Yeah. So pretty much, um, when Kalia Copper went to Rutgers, she could have been. She was a um, a top a prospect. She was ranked number seventeen in the twenty twelve class. Um, so she pretty much went to Rutgers because her mom had breast cancer. So her mom had mm. breast cancer, and she decided to play closer to home. Um, her mom is okay. She's, I think she's in, um, she's had uh, treatments, but she's not. I think she, I don't know if she's in remission or what, but I know she's still living. So, um, yeah, so she obviously has had some stuff going on in her life. And again, like I said, she's from North Philly. But beside that, there was some kind of controversy, but there was some, um, like it was an interesting thing about how she kind of got to the sky so she wasn't necessarily celebrated when she arrived on the sky she was traded to the team ahead of the 2017 season um she had a crazy rookie season when she was drafted by the so she was drafted by the mystics number seven like i said and her rookie year she was she she did really well she was traded to the sky a part of a deal for um elena deladon mm-hmm. who won who had won the league mvp in chicago two years earlier so deladon went to the mystics and copper came over to the sky which is kind of like a it wasn't too well received with the sky because you know deladon is mvp you know yeah. what i mean so it's kind of was like a rocky start for her um so deladon left because she wanted to be close to her hometown of delaware so boom um copper only started 12 of her first 101 games with the franchise she averaged around seven points 15 minutes per night off the bench and she's kind of built her way up from there so besides that, she everything changed for her when they went into the bubble. You know when the NBA season had their bubble? <laughs> WNBA had a bubble as well. So when they went into the bubble, um, she she actually her scoring average jumped from 6.7 to 14.9 points per game. And she made herself a core piece moving forward of the team. So pretty much she just had a rise. And in this NBA, WNBA Finals, she legit went off. She honestly just made her presence known. She was very um, effective in terms of her offense, very aggressive, got her own basket. And, of course, she has the size. Um, but she definitely impressed me watching her in the WNBA Finals. Um, and, obviously, she deserved that at the WNBA Finals MVP because she really just made such an impact in terms of her offense and defensively, too, because she had to cover Tarasi at certain points. So, um, yeah, she's definitely a rising star. And, honestly, Philly, I don't think Philadelphia has – Anybody that's like a Philly born and bred athlete that has won an MVP. 
besides Kobe. But Kobe technically isn't from Philly. He's from Lower Marion. But um, Aces Nation, baby. <laughs> Semantics. Yeah. Aces but, um, Nation, baby. For her to be a woman, for her to be from North Philly, for her to be a young black woman and, you know, kind of have this, have not have the perfect journey to the WNBA and get there and get on the Chicago sky and make such an impact and being on that, like, you know, being a big part, especially playing with someone alongside of Candace Parker, who is a legend of the WNBA. I definitely think that speaks volumes of her. Um, so shout out to her. I know she has a lot of great years coming in the WNBA. This is just her start. And, you know, now the world is on notice, like Kalia Copper, like, what's up? Philly's on. So definitely shout out to her and shout out to James Wade. And congratulations to the Chicago Sky for winning this championship. But I'm definitely rooting for the Mercury next year. You know, Tarasi was hurt this playoffs. And, you know, this the Mercury just kind of – honestly, I think that the WNBA Finals should be seven games instead of five. I think seven games would do it, especially for the finals. Yeah. It should be seven games. Now, say the going up into the semis and the playoffs and all that, it could be five. I can see that. But the finals, finals should be seven games. Because I think that if, say, the Mercury in the sky went seven games, it might have been a different outcome. Because, you know, you got to give teams time to get rhythm and kind of figure things out. The Mercury but, folded. I watch. I watched Game Four. They folded. Yeah, no. there was no yeah, yeah. Eagles on Sunday, so I was like, you know what? Let me check out the WNBA playoffs and I the finals. And first off, the Mercury they had that joint the entire game. Like Skylar Dickens Smith was hooping. Diana Taurasi has the craziest green light I've probably like ever seen. Like yeah. she pulls off anything like she got like a Steph Curry green light it is wild the way her green light is Brittany Griner was had like 17 in the first half she was housing them girls like it was it was crazy easy but then like towards the end of the third um the sky they started getting wild momentum like it was crazy like Candace Parker was like a little quiet like for the most part in the second half Mm -hmm. but then like they just started going bombs away in the fourth and the Mercury they couldn't even take care of the ball for a minute they went like at least four minutes and like the final like six minutes where they didn't have any points whatsoever, they just kept turning it over, turning it over, turning it over. You got Brittany Griner missing Jones right there. You got Diana Taurasi yeah. missing Jones right there. Yeah. There were a couple of calls that were a little questionable, but I appreciate it though because the refs do tend to swallow their whistles in the playoffs. So I was kind of happy to see that same consistency in the WNBA game that I saw in the NBA game. But nah, Phoenix, they folded that joint. It was bad. Yeah, no. And just watching them in the finals and even in the playoffs, they that I think that was kind of their the repeating thing that was happening with them. They obviously have offensive talent, but they would just kind of like go. They just would have like dry spells. They wouldn't Super score dry. anything. They wouldn't score. They would miss easy layups. They would just miss like very easy open opportunities, and then they would like lose the ball. They would turn it over. Yep. So I think that was kind of like what really killed them during even even in the playoffs. Like they really honestly got to the finals because Tarasi went off, and For then sure. and then got them to the finals. So, um, and to remind you, Tarasi has been playing this entire postseason hurt. Like, she has, like, a a, a, a sprained ankle and, like, a That's messed up foot. That's why she shoots weird. Yeah, like, she's not, she's she's not, not 100% balance. at yeah, all. she's not on balance so, But she's all. still been, you know, she's been pushing through. She, she can't even defend right because she's been hurt. So, the Sky, I mean, the Mercury, they just kind of blew their opportunity because Brittany Griner, like, just her alone, she's huge. Like, And yeah. then Britt, would ha- Britt wasn't playing good defense to me. I feel like she was slacking off. She got tired in the, 
after the yeah. first half. After she was car- she was carrying them in the first half. Yeah. She got real tired. And then one thing that was wild to me, Skylar Dingensmith was starting to be so annoying. First off, she complained every call, but most of the calls she was getting, but she was trying to like extend like, oh no, like that wasn't a common foul. That's a flagrant. Like go review that, John. Like, yo, right. you're still getting the call. Right. Like relax. Yo. Here's like, the thing though, Tarasi in, in middle of the game, Tarasi will like if this is the NBA, Tarasi would be getting tech after tech after tech. Mm-hmm. She would, like, berate the officials. Like, what the F? Like, you can see her. She yeah. was, like, she goes in on those officials. Like, if this is the NBA, she would have got text. Like, I was I was like, why don't they call a tech on her? Even though I like Tarasi, just the way she was talking to them, I'm like, yo, why don't they call a tech on her? She's getting, like, nasty. Yeah, real time. Then we're going to get back to his Eagles comments. But he said um, Wilt was born in Philly. He's the only one outside of her who's won the MVP. Oh, bet. Thanks, bro. Thanks for that yeah. fact. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, shout out to So, again, just to wrap up Carm's Corner, shout out to Kalia Copper in the sky for winning. But, again, I'm definitely looking for my Mercury to come back next year. Tarasi going to be healthy. Hopefully she comes back. And, honestly, hopefully Sue Bird comes back. I really want to see Sue Bird come back. I just kind of started getting into the WNBA. I'm sad to admit that, but it's true. So, I really would like to see her play another season. I ain't going to lie. Um, Sue Bird, she cleaned up nice. When I seen her on the um, Oh, yeah, she be little, looking fly. I was, I was like, excuse me? Right, yeah. She up all right. Yeah, and just to say, the WNBA finals and just the the hype around the WNBA has been has gone up sh- tremendously over this postseason mm-hmm, people have sure. been googling the WNBA more yep. um, people have been tuning in more I think they've been having more you know obviously national games they play at it on ABC so I think that you know this is a great start and honestly this finals and the playoffs have been really good like th- like fun good games so um, I'm really happy to see the direction that WNBA is going. Yeah. And I definitely think that this momentum should just be kept up. And like Candace Parker said in her post-game interview, you know, she shouted out Kobe. Like, shout out to Kobe because, you know, he kind of was like one of the early ones to really support us. For sure. So I think that should be carried on. And just and even this postseason, Chance the Rapper, DeMar DeRozan, right. Devin Booker, all the Suns, Dame Lillard. Like, people mm-hmm. coming and staying and watching the, the WNBA Hoopers. And I think that is so important. And I think that's going to help push the WNBA further. Because like I said before, the NBA, like we said, is celebrating 75 years of, you know, being born, being around. The WNBA has only been around 25 years. So if you think about it, the WNBA is a baby in comparison to the NBA. So you got to kind of give them that time to kind of get on their feet. So maybe now is like the time where they're kind of, you know, growing and they're going to get the recognition they deserve. Yeah, so. I agree. Absolutely. And honestly, that was probably one of like for for the, the way that that finals looked, it was some of the best WNBA basketball that I've personally seen. Yeah, it seen. was good. Like for, for I'm, I'm not going to lie, there are definitely times when I'm watching WNBA games like that joint kind of sloppy. Like that play is kind of, uh, that play is, but no, like everything was crisp. Everything was fire. The only thing I had wished but I said it in my head or and, and I yelled it out loud. When Candace Parker hit that clutch three, I was like, bang. Like all they needed was like a Mike Breen and a on a play like that. Oh my gosh, that, that telecast yeah. would have went crazy insane. Yeah. It was it was a vibe though. Yeah, no, I know how you feel because um the uh when the Mercury played the Aces like in the in the semifinals. Yeah. And Tarasi blocked that shot on Cambridge, like that 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 bring call where it's like blocked by James, yeah. like that it played in my head. It was oh like, yeah, blocked by Tarasi. Yo, that was a crazy great, block. Great it, play. It's just like so many. They've had so many moments in this WNBA like playoff run, finals run. It's really it was so fun to watch yeah. this WNBA season, especially towards the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It was really entertaining. So yeah, I'm, I'm honestly truly a WNBA fan now, and next season I'm really gonna be like on the watch, especially for the Mercury. Like I'm gonna be looking for these teams now. 
For sure, y'all know I'm still rocking with my boo Liz Cam Beige. Yeah, the eight, you know no, and the saying? aces they were so close that they they're stacked. Their team is stacked. They just kind of Tarasi just was go go to them pretty much. So and who that yeah. cutie from the Fever again? Number four, who was drafted oh, number four? S- that s- cutie. Uh, um, I don't know. She bad because she is bad. Kajorsa, yeah. Carrington too. She is bad. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So Sheesh. listen, y'all. Carm's Corner, watch out for the WNBA. It was a great season. Shout out to all the ladies of the WNBA. And shout out to the Sky who won the, their first ever chip. Yes. Shout out to Kalia Copper, Philly's own, getting WNBA um, Finals MVP. So, you know, WNBA is on the up and up, y'all. Get on this train now because, listen, we heard it here first. Philly, we need a team. Yo, Let's bring a, a WNBA team? team to Philly. I'm for saying sure. it now. I'm good off the Flyers and the Phillies. I'll take a WNBA team. Yeah. We can like we can really get rid oh, of I'm the, in there. We can get rid of the Flyers, the Phillies, and like we can really like start to love to the union and then give us a, a WNBA team and we're good. Yeah. Facts. We, and we need like something fire. We yeah, we Damn. need something good. Yeah, you put a team in the sound, we, we'll support it. Yeah, the, like the the Philadelphia Young Bulls. Oh my God, that'd be great for the WNBA squad. Can't yeah. get more Philly we, than we that. We still gotta work on a name. <laughs> nah, no, we, we definitely I, need a, I like a name. The young Bulls. But. Yeah, so uh, shout out, shout out to the ladies, and that's the, that's Carm's Corner for this week, y'all. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you've listened to another special edition of the Carm's Corner. You can only find that one place here. That is every Thursday, five p.m. seven to seven p.m. Running back sports. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. once again, you're listening to ninety-eight point five WJYM Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture. We want to call to join the discussion. Mark, drop that call number. Of course, two one five seven six three nine five nine six. Also, I posted the link on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, check us out. You can hear us on your phone in the on car. Facebook. If you want to see us, yeah, you know I mean, I'm ugly right now. I ain't got no cut. Yeah, you know I mean, so that's why I got all this stuff on, kind of distracting y'all on the YouTube. Y'all can't really see my face. I'm hiding because I look like a mess. Yeah. I got the hat on. But if you want to see us, we on the YouTube too. Yeah. Um, speaking of the YouTube, we had a couple of comments that we had missed. Oh no, but but real quick though, um, I actually did like a quick like a uh, quick Google search history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I found out about the Philadelphia Rage. Who? Um, What's that? It's uh, it used to be um, Philadelphia Rage was one of one. Eight original franchises of the ABL, American Basketball League, which was a former women's professional basketball league. Hmm. It folded during the third season. And, however, our, the initial first choice that the Philadelphia Rage had was actually Lisa Leslie. Wow. But she opted out and went to the WNBA instead. Oh, oh that's crazy. So if we were to have a team, maybe, I don't know how, how like licensing work, maybe Philadelphia Rage can be, be I'm the cool name. with that. I'm cool. Look, listen, I'm cool with it because raging, the, man. Raging, yo, we yeah, definitely yo, we would be raging rager, in South dog. Philly. Yo. We raging. We, we raging would, at the raging. Yeah, we would be raging in South Philly. Yo. I, listen, I'm cool with that. I mean, I don't understand. Like, you got uh, the Washington football team. It's like so hard for America not to be racist. Like, you can't even come up with a football team name. And look at that. We just found the rage in no time. I mean, even though it was already used, but yeah. it's literally so hard. I don't understand yeah, how up? Redskins. Brain I mean, Washington WNBA doesn't team. have a freaking team uh, name. A team with no name. Yeah. But um, not nah, uh, Rel. He asked us earlier, you know, because well, we were talking about the Eagles. What happened to Boston Scott? Do we remember Boston Scott? Listen, like, we're saving him from the Giants game. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> forgot about we got that. Him in the, we got him in a crowd with Freezer. Yeah. What about what about JJ Arthega Whiteside? Is he a receiver or a lineman? Like an offensive lineman? Oh, dude, he's 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 Riley Cooper two Does he even get a Does he even get attempts? No, he, he's Riley Cooper 2.0. Like that, that is bad. When I hear somebody of like, oh, well, this person is uh, just good at run block, and I'm just like, oh, so he's Riley Cooper. Nice. Right. 98.5 WJYM, running back sports show. Hello? Hello? All right. 
<laughs> okay, yeah. I'm su- I'm surprised that wasn't your dad calling in. I don't know. I want to say, did you have his theme music queued up just in yeah, case? Yeah, actually, I do. Oh, all right, good. Because you hit my theme. You already know how he be when yeah. he get on. My theme yeah, I know. Like, he, he was upset with you last week. Why? Oh, no, because you was like, yeah, no, you're not getting the theme music until you take back that. Uh, Mark, made, his, Mark made an executive decision. I had to put decision. my foot down on yeah, that one. Yeah, absolutely. 98.5 WJYN. What's up? This is Jordan. Hey, hey, Jordan, what's going on, man? What's up? Jordan, what's what up, up, Jordan? Well, first of all, I got a shout-out to Kalea Cooper, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the game, I believe on, it was on Sunday, finals MVP. She is a dog. She she was getting the offensive rebound, her defense, how and basically how Candace Parker throughout that whole series was telling the, her teammates who had the supreme confidence, even though they were down by 14, telling her teammates, we got this, we got this. And I, I just got to give a big shout-out to Kalea Cooper. She, she, she is somebody that you would want to go to war with. If you're going on the – if you're playing on the – if you're on the court and you're trying to – and you need dogs with you. So, shout-out to Kalea Cooper and her winning the finals MVP. That was a great accomplishment mm-hmm. from her. Like, that, that was – I was impressed by that game on, on Sunday. That was a really good game. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. back to what I was saying uh, two weeks ago about the Ben Simmons situation. I'm not saying that Ben Simmons is an angel in this situation. When you get paid X amount of dollars to be, and you're the star of a team, you have to show up. You have to answer the call. You have to live up to why they've labeled you an all-star or a superstar in ways that you could control the game, whether it's not, not just by points, but rebounds and defense and the pace of the game. You have to show up and you have to show up and answer the call. That's the, I'll say that. But this regard, what happened today with, with regards to the practice situation is embarrassing. And the reason why I say it's embarrassing is because y'all could have did this, y'all could have dealt with this since the summertime. And what, the one thing I'll ask you guys, particularly Chris and Mark, whatever happened to good business? Whatever happened to good business? The, the man asked for a trade. Mm-hmm. He obviously did not. He didn't. He did not perform well in the game seven. We all know this. He asked for a trade. Philadelphia is doing soul searching for a superstar picks, your mother's pick, your father's pick, your children's <laughs> children's pick, all this other stuff for Ben Simmons. But in reality, that is not the market. That's not the market for Ben Simmons. Now, if I got now, you brought up Mark, you brought up this this example that uh, my last call about you know being in corporate America, and if you don't perform. If you don't perform, of course you're gonna. It, it's gonna amplify that you you haven't doing your job, and obviously they'll get they'll get you out of there because I haven't performed to my duty. I, I haven't performed my duties. Here's my counter example: If I have a pair of Jordans, if I have some sneakers, dirty, stained, mud stained, dog bites, the sole basically is about to fall down, and I put this scotch tape on the on the back of my sneakers just to keep it from falling from falling apart. And I go on stock X, and I sell it for four figures. Do you honestly think, by the way I treated my sneakers in my in, in my in my example, do you honestly think there's going to be a marketplace for that particular sneaker that I just described for four figures? Absolutely I, not. The floor is yours. Oh no, a- absolutely not. Now was now was your story in reference to the Sixers not treating Ben right, and that's why he's worth that? Exactly. What? He's not worth a super. He's not worth a super. He's not worth 
the market for him right at this particular moment in time, because of what happened in Game Seven, let's not and let's not forget, it's being labeled out there that he's being he's a he's being he likes to be babied. He doesn't like to be worked. You have all this you have all this commotion going on about Ben Simmons, and you really think a, a general manager is going to just going to give you a superstar? In exchange for Ben Simmons, I I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that point because, like, I I remember even telling people, like, you know me, last year when I first heard James Harden was available, you know I was done. I was off Ben Simmons. I'd rather have James Harden, right? So then as time went on, I realized, like, okay, this is bad. (laughs) This is real bad. At this point, I'm okay with a C.J. McCollum. At this point, I'm okay with a with a uh, what's his name from Indiana. Like at this point, I understand how much his trade value has been diminished. But also, like, because you just talked about professionalism. Now, there's two there's two parts of professionalism. You got how Ben Simmons is handling things and how he could handle things. For actually, no, how about this? We got how Ben Simmons is handling things and we got how John Wall is handling things. John Wall has already talked to Houston like, hey, you know, I'll be here. I'll participate and everything, you know, but I would love for you guys to find me a trade partner. He's there. He's being professional. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Meanwhile, on the other hand, you got Ben Simmons here from an organization who actually gave him everything. They literally gave him a team. Uh, this was a point I was actually about to point out to Chris earlier because we talked about the times when we had Joel Embiid and Erlens Noel and Jalil Okafor. I don't feel like the Sixers really believed in Joel Embiid back then when they had those three centers because he had his injuries. So that's why they proceeded to draft Ben Simmons and to then go ahead and build around Ben Simmons. And now at this point, it's like, okay, we made a mistake. Embiid should have been our guy, so now let's build around Embiid. So the Sixers were literally giving Ben Simmons everything. This organization was giving Ben Simmons everything. This fan base was giving Ben Simmons everything. But then he turned around and gave us half production. Half production. There's more than just one side of the basketball. His defense is very stellar, but you also have to put the ball in between the hoop. You have to be able to do that. And people awarding Ben Simmons because he plays stellar defense, that's not enough. That's not enough. Once again, we'll go back to corporate America. You come to work on time every day, that's great, but you're not doing your job. That's not enough. (laughs) There's so many other things that you have to do in order to be successful at your job and unfortunately Ben Simmons only does half of it and now he's depleted his trade value to the point where why would anybody want to deal with this guy because you're going from a number one seeded team to possibly a playoff bubble type team to the point where it's like soon as we're bad he's going to bail on us too it makes no sense I have I don't understand how people can continue to back this guy up hold on hold on so let me respond to what you're saying you're saying not uh, defense doesn't win championships. Excuse me. I didn't say that. I did see Dennis Rodman won four championships, and that man didn't even put up that. We would barely put up a score. He's not even a scorer. He's an on-ball defender, probably one of the greatest on-ball defenders we've ever seen, and that man has four championships. I agree. That's number one. Number two, you mentioned we, they gave him everything. They gave Ben Simmons everything. So let me ask you something. You're saying that you're saying that you transitioned from – J.J. Reddick to Al Horford. You think, and that was an improvement? You went I don't think sniper. it was an improvement. No, 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 You went from a sniper, a sniper, lethal sniper, a splash brother. You went from a sniper to Al Horford? That's because the That's Sixers wanted to stretch five. I don't agree with that. I don't no, agree with that at all. With that, with that trade. Yeah, that was That's terrible. Number, number three, you mentioned John Wall. But here's the difference between John Wall. Houston Rockets never tried to trade. 
the situation between John Wall and, and Ben Simmons is completely different. The Rockets weren't trying to get rid of John Wall, even though they were going through that transition of getting James Harden out of here. He played professional. They didn't try to. They didn't do any. They didn't say one thing to him and did another. That's the difference. I'm talking along the lines of like demanding a trade. Like situation. Listen, if you guys were to trade him, I do not mind. If I now, if I'm talking about if I was Dale Morey, I wouldn't mind if I got fifty cents of a dollar. Here's why. Because just confirmed last night, James Harden's going to be a restricted free agent. Unrestricted. Now think about it like this. Who does he have a relationship with from the 76ers? Oh, you know I'm salivating at this. You know I'm salivating. Who's his friend who he just promoted his album with who's a superstar from Philly? Meek Mill. You know I'm I'm locked in. Who did he he do a sneaker deal with? Who did he do a collaboration sneaker deal deal with last year during the pandemic? Mm AI. Yup. So this this season, it might not equate to a championship. But you might win this offseason if y'all can convince James Harden to come to Philadelphia. You know that. <laughs> I cream my pants right now. You know that how that make me feel. Talk, to, talk, pause. To come to Philadelphia. Because it's going to take that. a lot of convincing to get him to stop playing with one of the best players in the world in KD. Right. I know. That's why I'm so happy that this Kyrie stuff is happening the way it is. Because James Harden came into this situation like, yo, I thought we were supposed to win a chip in Kyrie acting funny. Now we don't have the necessary pieces that we need to actually win a chip. So honestly, I've already been dreaming it, dreaming it, signing, because nobody just signs a, a deal anymore. It's always a sign and trade. So I've already been dreaming it. I don't even know about this season. I'm a, I'm already signing trade Ben Simmons for uh, James Harden. So I'm, I'm with you. I can't wait. If we can hold out that long, I can't wait. Well, it's good to talk to you guys. It's it always a nice pleasure. Yeah, Jordan. Oh, Thanks Jordan. Jordan, by the way, um, we got shirts coming soon. You definitely getting one because you loyal. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to take care of you. I bet. I'm going to call it. I bet. Hold that you, you already. Hold just, hold listen, hold you already know, you, man. Yeah, you already good. You already good. Everybody else got to pay. You yeah. free. Yeah, man. Well, we're making some shirts for. Uh, Thank you, Chris. I, I really appreciate y'all. I love you guys. Yeah. I'm doing a good job. Yeah, man. No, appreciate it, man. We appreciate you, Jordan. All right, yeah. See ya. Yeah, guess cat's out of the bag. So, uh, the first week of December will... Oh, my bad. Yeah. I was just excited because Jordan always gives great content to the yeah. show every time. And I was just Abs- like... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, let me let Jordan know that he getting his for the free ski. Yeah. Yeah, so first week of December will be officially the two-year mark since the running back sports show has been on air on 98.5. I am. T- I did talk to somebody. We found a new distributor to get new shirts for us with yeah, our yeah. updated logo. So that is in the works, and as soon as you know, as soon as we finalize everything, you know, make sure the shirts are legit and everything else, payment wise and everything, we definitely gonna be official, official. Mm-hmm. Official like a ref with a whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> can we just like? Are we just disregarding Mark's little inappropriate? Yeah, yes, 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 Creaming my pants. Yeah, yeah. A little, a little too much. All right, all right. All I'm gonna say is this: you can never. Talk about well, well. This is this is too much talking about cake. You can never say that again after yeah, that comment, that's man. Fine. I understand. <laughs> I I completely crossed the line. I just wanted to let you guys know how I'm already salivating and thinking yeah, about this like moment. Yeah, that was just like a little, okay. little uh, much. Just a little I know, I'm sorry. I haven't had any sleep, and I just feel I that was a little much. I just wanted to let you know that's how I feel about it. I've already analyzed wow. this stuff in my everything that Jordan brought to my attention. I already knew, Jordan. and I'm just just can't wait. I can't wait. So. <laughs> 
Jordan, I love Jordan's accent. He's so he's so and Right, it. he makes me want to say. Um, I love it. Oh, I can't say it on the uh, air. Yeah. Yeah. Man, but the NBA. <laughs> yeah, but the yeah. NBA is yeah. back tonight. Opening oh. fir- first game of the season is uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, Bucks and Nets in yep. Milwaukee, home mm-hmm. opener. You know, Golden State and the Lakers. Milwaukee get their rings tonight. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Then Golden State oh, and the Lakers yeah. bringing that that West Coast uh, Cali rivalry. Oh what yeah, it? yo! Speaking of the Lakers, did you guys see the Russell Westbrook documentary? No, I did not. I no, would I highly it. recommend it. I would highly recommend it. It's Why great. would you recommend it, Mark? Honestly, well, number one, I've always been like a fan of just no- knowing where these players come from. We only see them on TV as basketball players, and now the way that. Um, the media just are kind of on these guys nonstop. They con- the media paints these perceptions of players who aren't necessarily real. So that's why I was curious to understand the life of Russell Westbrook. All I hear about is how he's a terrible teammate. He's ran KD out. Um, the Lakers are going to be terrible. Like, um, he didn't work with hard. That's all you hear is just how, you know, now the triple-double doesn't mean anything or he doesn't pay. Like, I'm just like, what? The like, constantly moving on the goalpost. Yeah, like, so I just wanted to see. And honestly, that documentary made me like him so much more as a person because I was always a Russell Westbrook fan. I always tried to take away, just not even listen to what the media says because I always looked at Russell Westbrook as like a stronger, taller Allen Iverson. And I love Allen Iverson dearly. So to me, watching Russell Westbrook is like me watching Allen Iverson all over again. And I know for a fact of social media and the way that sports media is today, the, the, the way it was back in the day, Allen Iverson would be demolished, like demolished. So th- I just wanted to know more about wa- Russell Westbrook. Where's well, it on HBO Max? It's on Showtime. Okay. Yeah, but it was good, though, because it's it's good, but it's also sad because he actually listens to everything that they say in the media. And that's the reason why he's become the basically the player that he is to this day. Mm-hmm. Like when he was at the age of, I think it was like 22, they were in the finals against the Heat. Magic Johnson, this is his all-time favorite point guard at the time, saying that that was the worst um, point guard play that he ever saw in an NBA finals. That like broke Russ's heart. He grew up in L.A., Magic's his guy, broke his heart. Then like, then he's hearing like, Oh, well, he's supposed to pass the ball to Kevin Durant all the time, all the time, blah, 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 blah. So it's like, okay, well, they said I got to pass more, I pass. So he starts averaging, he's, he leads the league in assists. Oh, then it's like, oh, well, he doesn't do enough, he doesn't do this. So it's like, all right, well, they say I, they say I shoot too much, I, I pass too much, so let me just get rebounds now. So everything, he literally listened to everything the media said, and this is how the triple-double basically started. He's just like, oh, well, I'm going to just keep doing more and more and more and more, and he still just gets a bad rep to the point where it's like, First, they're like, oh, the triple-double will never be touched. Never be touched. He does it four seasons, and they're like, oh, now the triple-double don't mean nothing. Like, I'm like, wait, what? You can't win. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. I, I, saw, I saw the commercial, I mean, the trailer for it, and I was like, oh, it looks good. I, but I had just kind of forgot about it, but I'm definitely no, going to No, it's, it's really good, like, in a nutshell. Like, he, it even, you know, talks about, like, his upbringing, everything, up until this point to where he's a Laker getting ready to start his career at home. Like, oh, okay, right, and how, like, catch the that. only person who was, like, Looking out for him was Kobe. Like, leave Russ alone. He cool. He got that same mentality I got. Like, and he was like, "Yo, that's why like, Kobe was always his guy because Kobe was sticking up for him." But I would definitely recommend watching it. It was it was good. It was Mark interesting. Thompson recommendation, people for sure. Like, that's what we need. If out MT here. gives a stamp of approval, you know you got to because I don't watch nothing corny. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch nothing. Corny. I'm really Chris. Yeah, 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 Chris. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I just got excited. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, the NBA 75th anniversary, so 
Uh, I try not to watch the show, but it's kind of hard not to because it just needs some noise in the background. So uh, Stephen A. came out with his top five favorite players going oh into. Oh, God. Here we and, go. Uh, yeah, I actually sent you that list. I know you did. That's yeah. why I said, oh, oh why did you put it in the go. chat? Oh, no. You, you were in the middle of Carm's Corner. You were in the middle of Carm's Corner. Oh, oh, yeah. bad, 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 bad. See, she just jumped into conclusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. January, February, March, are we? <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, the uh, so number one, his, the best player he has right now is Kevin Durant, followed by LeBron, Giannis, Steph Curry, then Damian Lillard. Mm. Well, he's saying that's going to be projected the best players, like for the who are going to play the best this that's, year. That's 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 his top five going into this season. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, I guess that's like a pretty safe list. I'd say. I, I'm still James Harden top five. Yeah, James sorry, Harden has been the most durable player for the past like ten years, despite last season. Yeah, I'm still I still got James Harden. Any any and you and this and you blew my mind away because I always was saying 44 and 11 that first game last year when he actually had 44 and 17 after just coming back from the strip club. Yeah, like what? <laughs> Come on, yo, that's a very good basketball player. Yeah, no, but uh, no, I give you grief, but uh, no, James Harden definitely belongs in this top five. Yeah, over Dame, yeah. in my opinion, all of those guys can single handedly change a game. Not saying Dame can't, he can, yeah. but it's not like. It, it just looks a little different because he's shooting 40-foot threes, but he's not getting his guys involved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's just launching. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's I mean, okay. I think I don't think he's not getting anybody involved. He's just he's just known for those big moments. I think, I mean, he's not the, he's not the most consistent passer, but he does pass. But, I mean, James Harden has just, I think he's just, um, you know, really just honed in on that skill since he's been on the Nets. He's just like, oh, yeah, like, I think it's like a Russell Westbrook thing, like you said. He hears what everyone's saying, and he's just, like, expanding his game. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to pass more. I'm going to make him more assists. No, he led the league in assists when he was on Houston. I know what I'm saying now. And, he's getting more and notice. led the league in scoring. He's getting more notice now. That's because he's playing different in, in that's um, what Brooklyn. I'm, that's exactly what I'm saying, Martin. <laughs> What are you saying, Carm? What you just said. I don't get what you're saying. That's I'm why just I'm confused. saying what you're saying. Carm is literally agreeing with you. Yeah. She, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. not used to you it. See she, you see how he is? I, like, know, I was about to go. I'm like, what is she talking about? I'm like, about? literally like, just what? agreeing. I'm just saying, like, James is just, you know, he's showing a different She's literally like, agreeing she with you, James. Yeah, man. Like, God. She's literally agreeing with you. She, I, I, she's saying that Harden is adapting his game in order for, you know, Brooklyn to win a championship. And rightfully so, because now, without Kyrie, a lot more responsibilities are going to be on him and Durant now. But you see when Kyrie's he's like, yeah, don't listen to what they say that I'm giving up ball because of a vaccine. Don't tell. listen to what they say. Like Kyrie, here's the thing. He does do a lot of great in the world. But it's just kind of like this whole thing about around Kyrie, He's a, he does a lot of great just people things. You know, he helps people. He donates. Yeah. He's very conscious of the world and the issues and using his platform to help. And that's and that's the thing. How, that, he, view, how he views the world is a little yeah. different. But yeah, but, but his, his actions speak right. louder than his words, though. Like his actions towards people yeah. and places and things that need help and assistance. That says one thing about him. But mm-hmm. then at the other side, it's like, why are you famous, Kyrie? Like, why do we care what you say or what you do about your money? Because what are you supposed mm-hmm. to be doing? You're supposed to be playing basketball. That's what your calling is. That's what you're great at. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I don't know if it's what he considers his calling, but I think to be that talented, you know, that has to be maybe your calling. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so it's like on the one t- no, you know, we appreciate you being this kind of humanitarian, you know, caring about the world. But then it's like, bro. 
but no one wants to hear this crap with the basketball thing. Like no one wants to hear this every season or every. It's always some stuff with you. First, you you always throwing your teammates under the bus, and then it's like you know, then you want to leave this and you and this, and now and now you're on a team where they love you and the team is like you know all around you, and now it's like you don't want to play because of your personal reasons. It's just like how many like situations are gonna come up where people gotta just you know adapt with Kyrie. Yeah, he's a person. Yeah, he has rights. But this is about basketball here. That's the that's the basis of your fame and your fortune is basketball. Yeah. And the thing is, is that it's the one thing I'm always conscious of is that whenever you make a choice or like whenever you make a stance, I'm always aware of who is agreeing with my stance and who is mm-hmm. validating me. Mm-hmm. And when I see when I'm on Twitter all the time. So last week when I saw Kyrie Irving, um, pretty much, you know, take a stance about like him missing the season. And I saw, you know, a bunch of people coming into his aid. I'll just be straight up honest. Jason Whitlock was agreeing with him. Like, of course he Donald would. Trump Jr. was. Of course he would. And, you know, I think Lavender. Like, Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted Cruz as well. Yeah. And I'm just like. All these vaccinated people. Yeah. And I'm just like, they're vaccinated, but it's like, uh, yeah, you might want to get your priorities straight. I mean, listen, in the end, it's your, your choice in terms of what you want to do. But always be aware of who is, you know. Who's watching. Yeah, who's watching and who's validating your opinion. Because one of the funniest things I've ever seen was a few years ago, uh, Chance the Rapper had like a stance where it's like, I believe he was like kind of what agreeing with Kanye about like about a choice or being a free thinker. And then as soon as Terry Crews came out saying like, you go, you go Chance, be a free thinker. Don't let anybody change your mind. As soon as Chance saw that, he was like, no, 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 no. Not from you. No, not from you. <laughs> right, not from you. Like, nah, you, you, nah. Like, He's like, the buck stops here. Yeah, and that's real. Yeah. So, in yeah. the end, I don't get Kyrie, but listen, I applaud him for doing uh, a lot of activist work. I mean, we need more people like him, you know, putting work. That's great things. Yeah. He literally does great things. Yeah, but as far as this whole, like, vaccination thing goes. He's going to, the wildest part is. He's gonna happen. Yeah, he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. And it's not like New York's gonna change the mandate. Yeah, and for it's Kyrie like, Irving, yeah, he's gonna get it. And this was all for nothing. And that's the thing. Like, this is not. Oh, this is not a Brooklyn Nets mandate. This is a New York City mandate. Yeah. So. And then, but did you guys hear that thing about they can play away games, but they can't play the home games? It's just like that really makes no sense. So you're gonna allow someone come from another state to play in your arena, but you don't know what their you know con you know con- yeah. contact tracing is. And they're traveling. That's like the most, you know, you're most at risk when you're traveling. So you're going to let someone come in from an away game. Don't worry, Kyrie got the stage. She'll be all right. No, but I'm just saying that it's just so stupid to say that they can come and play away games. Like, that's the most, you're risking everyone the most. If you're playing home, at least you can kind of like, you know, you can track, you know, they go home to the gym, to to the arena. But in traveling, you're traveling on planes and, you know, around people and staff. It's just so dumb. Like, how do you say they can play away games? That's just money. That's all it's about is money. It's just like, come on. And listen, I don't know why these dudes keep letting <laughs> these things get in front of their money. It's it's hard out here to get a couple dollars. We can all attest to that in this room. You know, and these fools out here, like, just, I get it. I get it. You guys have stances. But you got to forget your stardom comes because of that ball. It really does. Like, we weren't looking at Kyrie in, in high school as our next, you know, social justice leader. Uh, you know what I mean? Let's be real. He didn't go to Duke. He, he just chilled at Duke. Right. <laughs> right. He, exactly. Like, come on, man. Let's, let's not act. It's, it's wild how they have Ben and Kyrie Loki have so much in common. Because, like, 
Kyrie's little stop at Duke and then Ben's little stop okay, at LSU. Well. Right. <laughs> Next thing you want to walk that trick. Walk that trick. I think that's the movie why I couldn't take Terrence Howard seriously. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. What you going to meet, man? Listen, man. I can't believe it, man. <laughs> Lola. Right, no. man. Now get in there. Come on. And come give on, me that cook mic. It. Cook it, man. Give me that mic. Go get Jamal. Please stop. DJ. <laughs> DJ. Go get Jamal, man. Like, that, that movie is honestly, the characters in that movie are crazy. Like, just Taraji P. Henson's character is, like, over the top. Uh, Terrence Howard's, like, what? And then, like, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, The white girl. Uh, Let me get a double bacon with cheese, man. What's her name? <laughs> her name is Taryn Manning. Taryn Manning. She crazy, too. <sighs> that's a, that's honestly like a classic movie. Just, like, the songs. And what's just a classic movie, man? <laughs> you want to know why I can't stand that movie? Because, <laughs> because one night my mom was watching it, and then when she was done, she, she got it was a bootlegged copy. So she literally put it back like in that sleeve that like had like the faded hustle and full print on it. And I'm just like, I hate this movie. <laughs> oh my god, this is the wildest thing. How can you hate it? The song's just so catchy. The soundtrack was way better than the movie. Yeah. Oh, so it's like out of while. I guess. I don't yeah. remember what that is. Oh, it's that movie with Andre 3000. Yeah, right? the Outcast, yeah. yeah. That was probably overhyped because Andre 3000 was on it. I'm going to just be honest. I'm going to be so honest. Andre 3000 is the most hype rapper I've ever seen. They love him, man. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You're not a fan, Chris? No, 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 no. I grew up with Outcast. Right. He'd be like, I'd be, light, be lighting the house with sage, eating sage sausage. Like, come on. Like, he don't be that deep, bruh. No, his his verse on um. On I, um, I fool with him, but people like do too much. His verse on that Drake song is popping. Which one? Um, like shout her with dollar pimps. Yeah, remember her name? It's all that scholarship. <laughs> I see the pecking order. I'm like, oh yeah, you seen the pecking so order? Sorry. Yeah, I like. It's I just, cool. I just, it's, I just, I just it's like definitely overhyped. I'm just gonna like, be here I to tell you. I just like y'all. the way he sounds on that song. He just has like a cool tone. He never got this much love when he was in Outcast. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Chris, no, you and no, people no, need to no. stop playing Mark, big boy like big boy now. No, 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 no. You got no. I you, like Andre three no, stacks. No, you got it flipped. Nobody get big boy love. Oh no, nah, big boy still don't get no love. He exactly. Get, he get more love from that meme. Like, oh, I know that ain't who I think it is. Like, he get more love from that meme than his than his music. Big boy is tough. Big brother. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Big brother. <laughs> nah, Andre Three Stacks is so overrated, and but and I I like him. Oh, I'm just you know being what? real. Like Candace Parker says, you know, sometimes you don't gotta say anything. Just be quiet, keep working, and let and let the process show for itself. Yeah. Speaker Box wasn't even a uh, um, solo yeah. album. If we're being technical. Still my favorite Outcast project. Can we yeah. play that? Trying to get the money for exactly me. your favorite Outcast project. I mean, The Love Below. I'm sorry. The Love Below wasn't really a so solo album. My favorite Outcast song is Miss Jackson. Sorry, Miss Sammons. Oh, man. That's, yo, that's why sometimes, like, I know I'm not really, like, old in real life. My girl always tell me this, too. But I feel like I would, I would be, like, famous on TikTok if I... 
didn't act like I was old. I got like mad. Content you definitely out there. have like a old. You always are saying you're so old, but you're really not. You just I'm always not. are harping about it. It's like, Mariah, get a grip. You're know, not I'm old. Not. Be quiet. Get a TikTok if you want a TikTok. I do got a TikTok, but then I don't, be on it. I, I got a TikTok too. I'm barely using. I got one too. I'm gonna start using mine. I'm definitely about to start using mine. Yeah, I'm about to start using mine. Like, I mean, you should, Mariah. NBA you know? season about to start. NFL you, season in full swing. Get you a fresh cut. I know, TikTok. cause I look horrible right now, yo. This is not good. It's okay, Mark. Mark is cuffed. So I feel like my girl been matter. lying to me, cause she matter. every time she see me, like, oh, you so cute. I'm like, oh. Then I see myself today in the mirror. I'm like, yo, she been lying. That's crazy. I'm sure you're cute in her eyes. That's exactly. That's all. That's Beauty all that is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. Yeah, Always remember. Because this is true. The truth. If someone is like really, you know, a good guy. You care for them. Whatever it is. They become cuter in your eyes. It's just how it is. Like someone, I could look at you and be like, mm. right. She look at you like. Oh my God, right. he's beautiful! Right. Oh my God! Like I'm a Tyson Beckford back in the '90s. Yeah, it's true. Like once you get into somebody's it's like, heart, like I'm attractive, you have a wonderful personality. Uh, I mean, once right. you get into somebody's heart, we like, connect. Your looks can be overlooked, <laughs> but, nah, that, that's, that's but that's so true. the thing. Yeah. But that's the that's the caveat to that. It's getting into the heart because a lot of times the looks is like you know like one of the locks to the heart you know what i mean it's like if you ain't cute and i'm not finding you attractive you can't get into the heart you know what i'm saying but Uh, see that's see i was just about to bring this up women harp so much more on um appearance than men do like women like because all men, so much. Ca- all men are worried about is just sex so for mm. them it's just sexual like oh i mean she had a big ass so. not totally true like oh, sorry no men be wanting women to just be loyal hold them down that's not true. respect that's not true, them that's that is that is far from the truth that's not true Mark. what do you mean men want girls to look good just like no, women, of course, look good. of course we do, but that's not like number one on our no, list. Th- looks are not number. One. I think with women, like y'all be like, he no. gotta look good and be six three. No, 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 no. Looks are number one. It's just, but he, can be, but he can live in his mama basement though, it's with just no the, ambitions. It's just the attraction level. As long as he look like Jason Tatum, that's <laughs> good for them. I mean, listen, have you seen him in his postseason? Have you seen his? Have you seen the glow up? Like, oh lord, like he got the cut, the poppy cut. He got his his. Oh my, yo, he really has buffed up. I'm loving it. I know they about to send him this drug test though to send it he's looking good yeah, definitely about to send that drug. i'll go administer my boy it. first off i don't understand my you boy you heard what i said i'll go administer this i'm sure you send will me there. i'm sure you will send me to no, Boston. with zero hesitation for the low ski zero free 90 i will go for free and bring the test you will the drive house. up there i will go in my car I with see. no with no asking for gas money to bring him the test i could see you doing I mean, all i need is a meet all i need is a meet that's it yeah a meet and then what and then i take it from there see this is the stuff we be talking about. I mean, don't got a girl and a kid. I don't even got a kid. I've never seen nothing about no girl. They don't, bro, they don't matter. Look, yo, they be what like. What the Tyler they Perry be, is going they, on here? I seen the kid. Uh, here's the thing. I did find out. Okay, look. Oh, my God. I meant to tell y'all this. Listen, listen, listen. So I was on something, and I ended up finding out who, awesome. who, who his baby mom is. Like, I seen her Instagram. And she's actually really cute. Sure she is. But I really think that if he, when we met, I think that, I, you know, I think we could. I think it could be something. Okay. You know, right. I think that he would, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, like, you know, I'm just saying. Okay. From seeing his baby mom, I'm like, all right, bet. See, that, see, you got to watch out for them, yo. Not saying Karen, but you got to mm-hmm. watch out for them. Because they scandalous. No, but for real, I, I, I'm really not sure if he's with her, though. Hold on. Yo, Mark, hold on. Hmm. Is that a red flag? Oh, of course. <laughs> Karen don't see him because they ignore <laughs> him all. Chris, shut up. <laughs> Chris is uh, Chris is always good for the oh, one-liners. Christopher, what is that over yonder? Christopher. Would that be a, a red flag? Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stop it. Now, but anyways. Is that a BT logo also? <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but anyways, I think that 
you know, the hardest part with looks is, is again, getting into the heart. You get into the heart, then the looks don't, they, don't, they start not to matter. To listen to the beat. Listen to your heart when it's coming for you. You know that song? I know you do. Cascada. I don't know. Oh, I, 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 I don't remember it going like that. I, I was singing the same song for Arthur. Listen <laughs> to your heart but before you tell him. But to, uh. But to make this U turn back into basketball. <laughs> so, um. Chris always has to get his back on topic. Go ahead, Chris. But as far as, is there like any sort of um, chance that you might actually put Joel and B in that top five NBA players conversation this year? Oh, that's a very good question. He's definitely close. Like, he's top 10 for sure. But why is he close and not in top five from last season's performance? Um. That's a really good question as well. And what I'm about to say is kind of... And then what's to say about also Joker, who won the MVP as well? Because remember, right. Jamal Hurry was hurt. As He's not right. even in the conversation. Um, I think Joel can take the steps. I don't know whose position he would take to enter the top five. Mm-hmm. But let's just put it like this. All the gentlemen who are in the top five can single-handedly win you games. Joel Embiid, he does do that. Mm-hmm. He does that, and it's not. He doesn't just do it on one side of the floor. Mm-hmm. He does it on both sides of the floor. Okay. Another thing that I feel like we're going to see with Joel this year, because it's to the point where we've seen Joel progress so much, he's come back with something new. Don't be surprised if his sis goes up, because now with Ben being gone, don't be shocked if they're running the offense to him like how they do with uh, the Joker. Yeah, I would not be passing shocked. out the double teams. Yeah, that's why I saw him in the preseason. Like mm-hmm. he was, some, it was four out. Yeah. Joel Embiid in, and it was against Brooklyn. Listen, here's the thing: nobody. Well, it's Brooklyn because nobody can. Nobody on Brooklyn can guard Joel Embiid one on one. He might. He might get but like the, 45. Yeah, but the on one Friday. thing that I really did like is that when you have that respectable shooting, you got guys like Isaiah Joe and Furkan Korkmaz and uh, Yang. You have to respect the shooters. Got so you. that's why you have, unfortunately, have to leave Joel Embiid on an island. If it was a team like Milwaukee, it's like, okay, well, we have two options. We could put Giannis on you, or we could just put a big body in Brooke Lopez. If I'm Milwaukee, I want to do a big body in Brooke Lopez because we can't afford to get Giannis in foul trouble. Yeah, exactly. Because Joel leads the league in getting to the line as a center, which is wild. Okay, and I also have a hot take. Go for it. If there is somebody's spot that Joel Embiid has to take, because to me – I feel like Harden, I agree with you. Listen, regardless of my Harden slander that I have been doing like ever since we've been doing the show together, mm. he does belong in that top five over uh, Damian I think Lillard. I know who you're going to say. I almost said it, but I thought y'all would kill me. But go ahead. Yeah. I got to have to. I think he takes LeBron's spot. Yo. Yo, no lie. No lie. I didn't, I didn't want to say it. Yeah. I literally didn't want to say it because I'm like, yo, they're going to kill me. But it's LeBron. Yeah. It's I Le- was saying LeBron in my head. Um, I just was like. That's what I thought uh, of. Yeah. I'm not trying to have him kill me right now. And, and you know the reason. You know where I'm going. No, with, I right? did think LeBron. And it's not because of age. Yeah. It's not because of age. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Nah, I, I'm with you. I'm, it's LeBron's out. Yeah. LeBron's out. I don't yeah. I don't care. Yeah. If Joel, <laughs> make, if Joel makes that leap, LeBron's out. LeBron's out. Yeah. Because <laughs> in my opinion, everybody else slides up. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying LeBron's not top 10 anymore. Yeah. But. but Ain't no way, LeBron. Yeah, but it's like you got Anthony Davis, you got Russell Westbrook. It's gonna be a league. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, not to mention it's on that Lakers team. There's gonna be a lot less of LeBron to be asked to do. Agreed. Yeah, so the production isn't gonna be as well. I mean, still the production. Yeah. So it's still gonna be average. Long I'm with you. I'm like with twenty-two, you. seven, and seven. The the crazy thing is when you first sent me the list, I'm like, is. 
LeBron still top five? I literally asked myself yeah. that question when you sent me. And I don't think he's still top five. I, I get it because it's LeBron James, but yeah. no, the last two seasons it happens. Father time is real. I don't know what's up with Tom Brady. He's yeah. an alien. And it's also it's not also just father time. It's like everybody else is just getting better. Yes. Like Giannis is coming down to him, pull up threes. Yeah. If Giannis is hitting that on a consistent basis, oh, God. Oh, I'm, God. Sure. Bucks and two. Like, I, like, Bucks I, and two. Like, listen, I don't, I just, in all honesty, I got Giannis at one. Bro, I got him at two now. I'm still so solid on KD. Okay. I'm still so, so solid on KD. And you said it yourself. You seen him at the preseason game. I yeah. seen your tweet. You said, yo, last time I seen KD live, he was in OKC. He played like this. Now the game looks dumb easy. Yeah, it's way too easy. It's, it's like it's it just doesn't make sense how yeah. easy Kevin Durant makes the game. It's like literally effortless. Like he's not even using energy. Yeah. Like he used to be running around. Like he just yeah. boop, boop, and they just drop, boop. Oh, you want to dance a little? Boop. Like, come on. I, yo, for real, for real, though, bro? Yeah. I'm with you 100%. I will, I will gladly – Take Bron up. Yeah, top I mean, five. Mark actually stood up during this broadcast because so I, that's how serious. This is I like felt a, it. this is like a first time Mark where it's like we were even on that same wave. No, Mark, and Mark moved the mic and he I had he, to. And he reached over and touched Chris's hand. I had to because <laughs> I, was I, I was I was really going to say it. Like I felt I was like I sit here I just kind of felt like wow like I'm I not going to lie. I, I, I had a feeling I had a feeling he was like that's why I said it for you because because for real for real like i, I, I still it's because james harden deserves to be top five yeah but lebron's lebron top five top five dame top five. also kind of deserves to be top five like i still believe steph definitely i don't know actually i, I don't know if dame's still top five he's definitely top ten. T- dame's top ten i'm not putting he, him in i don't five. think he's top five because yeah. i'm about to say like uh steph is definitely top five unless Stephen a is secretly trying to help out the sixers by moving dame up more and you know boosting dame's head and now it's like oh we're yeah. losing trade me yeah so yeah nah that's real bro yeah. all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah so then like, you got your six to tens like your you got your lucas and yeah do you um does uh, Tatum crack your top ten yet? I, if he would, he would be number ten. Is Russell Westbrook still in the top ten? Damn. Because for real, for real, Russ's game has not declined at all. It hasn't. It has not declined. And the, and it's because of the media he keeps getting bumped. Russ's game has never changed. The media keeps telling you he's a bad teammate. I'm I'm so team Russ now after okay. that documentary, by the way. Okay, so we're doing the top ten like any order. Okay, let's just say any order. Let's just throw it out there. Okay, so what, but what what is the criteria of why they are top ten? What are they doing? Is so it, you're is a superstar. It? There's only, so I'm gonna break it down. As a superstar, you do everything. Of the team is comprised of role players. Superstars does everything that the role players do okay. in their tasks. Okay. Meanwhile, for me, it's just like. Okay, these are guys. Okay, if I'm building from the ground up, these are the guys who I'm building around. That's oh, that's. that's r- I mean, that's that's fair. But yeah. I mean, but to play devil's advocate, if we're building from the ground up in your top ten, you would say Jason Tatum. What's he? 23? 23, I believe. He's like twenty three, like, twenty four. Now he's like. I mean, he, I mean he's KD's I mean, height. I mean, and I he's forgot he's been nine, fifty he, now. I'm about to say he's like been nineteen. He's definitely still nineteen. He's nineteen he's for still, like five he's still, years he's still now. Nineteen. <laughs> he's twenty five. So, so I, like, okay. I mean, but that's your that's how your criteria. My yeah. criteria is they do everything mm-hmm. and they can single handedly win you games. Okay. So. And I'm talking like mainly like of course everybody's defense ain't there, but offense, defense, literally every role that you require a team. Okay, to do, you don't gotta be elite. You gotta be passable. Yeah. 
Yeah, you ain't gotta be. You ain't gotta be elite. You ain't gotta be Bruce Bowen. Yeah, or or it's like okay, your offense is so damn good. Where it's like gotta be Michael Jordan. Where it's like it's gotta be so good. Where it's like okay, I can ignore this part. Maybe. Okay. All right. Yeah. So let's go. Everybody on Stephen A's list. Okay, I'll agree. They're top ten. I agree. Yeah. Top ten. Then we got Joel. Joel. Joker. I'm gonna say Anthony Davis first before I say Joker. Okay, that's fine. An- Anthony Davis also. So that's eight. Um. Harden wasn't on that top five, so right. So we can throw Harden in there. Yeah. So that's nine. Dame. Dame. Well, Dame. Well. Everybody on Stephen is top five. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're so right, that's right. nine already. Right. So number 10, Luca? Might, maybe, but am I, are you still? T- is it, is it, is it Luca? Is it Tatum or? What about Russ? I'm, so, I'm sorry. At this point, I take Tatum over Russ. I'm going Tatum. Oh, well, by your standards, by yeah. building, a, by building a franchise now. Yeah, but it's also, it's like, all right. I know that Tatum can give me this last bucket. He can. Yeah, he can. He can. I, I can't do. I can't trust that with Russ. So you think Tatum has now dropped? Uh, had now entered the top ten? Yeah, I think that's fair. Tatum, listen, uh, he's a Celtic, but he got my respect for that. Uh, oh, for sure. But that for that Brooklyn series last year, he got them one. Ben had my respect. Ben had. Listen, my thing is, it's because me of this too, dumb man. process where I have more respect you. for actual players because I'm not just as locked in as a Sixers fan. I started to love the game because of the dumb process. So that's why I appreciate so many more guys <sighs> and what they do. So I've been had the respect for them. Yeah. <sighs> Man. You okay over there? <sighs> just heard Jason Just Tatum. a reminder that, you know, we moved we moved up mm-hmm. to not draft Jason Tatum. Yeah. So um, just want to say that. That's it. It's Goodbye. okay. We, we, we got Markel Fultz, and then yeah. we traded him for yeah. James Ennis. Right. So just want to just throw that out there for all the Sixers and NBA fans if out there. If it wasn't there. for Kawhi Leonard, James Ennis would have been an NBA champion. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> for real. And, and I don't, even if Kawhi Leonard was healthy, he's still not. I don't I don't. I don't know if he's top, top five, ten top for me. Five, oh, top damn, I forgot about Kawhi. But I don't I, know if he's top ten for what me. What about if he's playoff healthy. P, people? He ain't nowhere near. I know. Top ten. Saying, <laughs> that's funny. Hmm. Kawhi. Hold on. A health, so like a health, you you like a dame over a healthy Kawhi? Uh, Kawhi got the defense. Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. And he's shown, to be, and he's shown to be clutch. Mm, you might. Mm. If you're talking about the total package. Yeah, probably. I just feel like he's such a jack now and doesn't really play defense anymore. He like picks his moments to play. I get it, but that's what happened because his role has changed. Yeah, when he was on the Spurs, he had to be locked down. He wasn't a primary guy. Yeah, in Toronto, he like, had to be. He had to be um, a scorer because they had plenty of defense and scrappiness. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it, it just attests to how these guys can actually be pros, and you should stop looking at them in a box because of how they play for one way on the team. Yeah. Because we've seen Kawhi Leonard play a number of different ways. We've seen. Um, Harden play a number of different ways. Yes. LeBron's the only constant, for real, for real, who just plays how he plays. Kevin Durant. Yeah, bless him. Dame, all due respect. I'm sorry. If Kawhi's healthy, <laughs> you, you got bumped out of the I'm top sorry. 10. I think so, too. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to be I'm real. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to be real. I'm Kawhi. Sorry. I don't know. Not top five, though. Yeah, no, not top five. Top, top 10. Top 10, definitely, for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm about to say. I, I so, don't you s- uh, well, so, all right, so who, so who really leaves is Tatum, then? Not Dame. Yeah. So Tatum's out, for yeah. real, for real. Or, or Joker, in my opinion. 
Mm. I don't know, bro. Wait, you said, no, the last five you said was Joker, AD, and then you said B. that's three. And then you said. Luca. Oh, Luca, and then number four. Oh, and Harden. Harden was not in the top five. He wasn't in the Oh, but so someone, so then what about Kawhi? Then where does Kawhi fit in? Because that's five. Kawhi would probably take. I think he would take. He's um, the number 11? He got to take either Joker spot or Or, uh, Tatum. Or Dame. Or Dame. Or AD. Ooh. Not AD. Not AD. Why not? Not AD. Why not? AD, when he is going, he is unstoppable. Except when he plays Embiid. But other than that. Listen, AD just needs to man up and just be the five. He, he, that's, where he, that's where he's best. Yeah. He's, he's unguardable at the five. Because well, he shoots. He can blow Embiid. right by you. Unless it's Embiid. That's true. Unless, it's Embiid, unless he sees number 21 in blue. <laughs> he ain't got no chance. Yeah, nah. Even, yeah, if we got to do it like that. I'm Joker out though, not not Dame. No one. If likes we're putting Joker. Kawhi, oh, no, no. If we're adding He's Kawhi, I'm, I like Joker though. He shouldn't have won that MVP. Who should have won it then? Joel, come on. The only oh, yeah. reason they didn't give it to Joel is because he of his hurt. Health. Yeah. Yeah. If Joel, if Joel misses five games instead of what he missed seventeen, yeah. He's MVP, easily. That's why I'm saying don't be shocked if he comes uh, and his game is even more dominant because of the way that the floor mm-hmm. is going to be spaced out. Yeah, but doesn't Joker like fit your description in terms of a jack of all trades in terms of doing everything for your team? He don't play a lick of defense. I will drive on Joker right now and lay him up. Okay. Oh. But he don't play a lick. Okay, but even still then, without Jamal Murray, he had to orchestrate the offense. He had to rebound. He had to score I get as that. well. But there's little. But th- what's the point of being seven of seven footer? You're just already seven feet, and people are just laying you up. <laughs> it's like what's the famous line? You can't teach seven feet. That's and like he's Brit- just getting laid up. That's like Brittany Griner. It's like she's the biggest woman in the WNBA, and people will be like going, going right Lay, past like her. laying her up. Like what are you doing? Like why aren't you doing something? You're moving too slow. Like, like can you get laid? Can you, like, wh- like I was looking. I was like Brittany, you're huge. You're big. You're like five times bigger than half these chicks. These chicks are like five eight, five nine, and you're letting them go blow right past you. Yeah, Drew's too busy carrying the team. <laughs> no, no, it's true, but it's still. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you got to play your part in the defensive end. It's hard when you're tired okay. offensively. I get that. But still, it's like you're with your size. Just yeah, swat, at least be just, there. Right, just swat at the ball at least. Joker don't be there. He'd be like, <laughs> "Did you? is this delivery yeah. or DiGiorno's? Like, he just lets you go. Like, you don't Looking like I got a lick. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, we got to definitely, I think, so, all right, so now question this, though, and we've been, we've had these arguments for years, okay. and now that we know, everything's laid out on the table, is Ben Simmons still a top 25 player in the NBA? Okay. Um. Ain't no way he's a top, I've been, I even said this last year, he wasn't a top 25 player in the NBA. So we are, let's just say we already got our 10, because we got, we got 20, we got 20 minutes left. Of this show, 19 minutes left. We can definitely talk about this. We can throw out, especially with the NBA list, and 75 just, list coming yeah, out. Yeah, and just and just for the record, you've been listening to 98.5 WGA One Game, Burning Back show, Sports Show, Sports for the Culture. You can definitely see us live on YouTube. And if you want to call the joining discussion during these last few minutes, Mar, drop that call number. Go ahead, Carl. Uh, 215 763 9596. All right. Sorry. All right, so top 25 player. Yeah. So we. Let's, let's, yeah. All right, so we Chris gotta, has a let's just do the 10 here. all over again real right. quick so we don't repeat nobody. All right, so. Giannis, KD, yeah. LeBron. Yeah. Steph. Yep. Harden. Harden. Joel. Um, 
Are we adding Kawhi or no? Yes, I'll add Kawhi. All right. What do we got? Dame. Dame time. Luca. Is Luca really top ten? <laughs> he don't play no defense. No, remember AD, right? Ah, you're right. I did say AD. Yeah. Looking like. Well, so what number we at right now? Late. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right. Uh, so let's see. So I so. Like we're forgetting somebody. Are we? I don't know. And as soon as we oh yeah, you kick Joker off. I mean, either uh, top ten. Yeah, so like either way, he's gonna be on this list anyway because we're top, right. top twenty-five. So. All right, put him at ten then. Fine, right. put him at ten. The guy has an MVP. Fine, fair. <laughs> All right. Regardless of how how he got it. <laughs> Did we got Luca on there yet? E- no. All right, this ain't no order. We just throwing out names at this point for, for now that the top ten is done. All right, we, we got Luca. Um, Tatum, of course. Tatum, yeah, I can agree with that. I think Tatum's a top twenty-five player. Okay. Um, what what about Kyrie? Is Kyrie still top twenty five? Is Kyrie playing this year? He's not. I don't. Not as of now, no, he's not playing. So, okay. cause, I mean, we got Kawhi on there. He's injured. Yeah, but injured and like that's that. His situation never because he's injured. Kawhi, uh, Kyrie's kind of like an op out. Yeah. Clay Thompson. No, nah, nah. I don't think no, so. No, not top twenty five? No. I haven't seen Clay Thompson. I've seen Clay Thompson in two years. Yeah, I don't I don't know oh, what well, Clay y'all gonna get ready for the show. His speed gonna be on like forty two. Get like ready for the show. Get ready. Like, I don't know what that means. You can say that, but get ready. We're I don't know. know. I literally do I have no clue. I, I would I, love I, to put Clay Thompson. I have Thompson. complete faith in Clay. I think Clay's gonna come back. I love Clay Thompson. He's that's my cousin for having He's gonna be knocked down. I would love to add him. Okay. He's not really my cousin Okay. shoot. Trey, right? Trey Young? Trey? Trey what defense he play? Top twenty five. He top twenty five. <laughs> Yo, why? How how is Trey and not Clay? Just because Trey's been playing. And Clay I haven't seen. When's the last? First off, Russell Westbrook last played for the Thunder. Last did y'all time. play for the Red? Did y'all? Okay. Oh play yeah, was on the oh, court. Did y'all uh, add Russ, Russ on there? Yeah, Russ. Russ. Yeah, Russ. Um, I'm trying to think. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Uh, how many we at? Thirteen. Third. That's it. It's hard. Yeah. Don. Oh, Spider. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell definitely. Where, um, let me go to the players list. I got to see the guys so I know uh, who's on there. Um, uh, who are you thinking? Is John Moran top 25? I don't know if he is yet. I don't know if he is yet. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I just need the player list. For you know what? I'm gonna, you know, unpopular opinion, Jimmy Butler. Top 25, I, I can agree. Okay. But yeah. not like, like, like top 20. <laughs> like Liz, Liz, he, in the uh, twenty-five Liz, list, it's no order, so he's in the top twenty-five. I agree. I agree. He's in there. What about Zach Levine? Nah, nah. 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 no, nah. Obsessed? I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, no, 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 no attack, no attack. You good? Bradley Beal. <laughs> I, well, feel, I mean, here's the thing. I kind of feel like Bradley Beal's like the cutoff for me for like twenty-five. Yeah. What you about to say, Carm? No, nah, but it's like, what is what constitute? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, well, if you turn in terms of like value to their team and per, her productivity in terms of you know in the in the league, I mean, Zach Levine, his numbers are up there. His productivity and value to his team is number one. He's the number one option. So okay. I don't know. I'm just saying. The Bulls don't like. But like, why is Trey Young over Zach Levine in terms of numbers? Just because Trey can team shoot? success matters as well. Okay, but Zach didn't have nobody. Okay, team success matters as well. So every person on this <laughs> list is, a, is on a successful team. 
for the most yeah. part. Yeah, and it's mostly well, right, you, then Russ isn't even first of all, Russ has just gotten the Lakers and we haven't seen him play anything yet with them. Yeah, but he was on the Wizards last yeah, yeah. year. And they went what, seventeen and five after the All Star break? Yeah. Because of Russ? Yeah, it wasn't because of Bradley Bill. Right. <laughs> so uh, that matters to me. Crap, I ha- I had somebody in my head I just forgot. Uh, who are we missing? Oh uh, shoot. Christian head. Wood? It's like nah. Oh, Devin Booker. Is he top twenty five yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, that sounds like a consensus. Oh, what yeah. about CP3? Hmm. Is he still top 25? I mean, look at his impact on that team. They brought them to the finals his first year. I'll, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll put him there. CP3? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I ain't going to argue with y'all. Uh, oh, by the way, disclaimer, sidebar, hmm. Suns are smart for not giving DeAndre Aiden and Trey Young Max. Why? I'm just curious. I want to hear your take. Oh, simple, because you don't – you. You shouldn't pay somebody off for just one good playoff run. That's how you get Roy Hibbert. Ooh, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. What about PG? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Paul George, yeah. he's still top 25? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get. Ew. <laughs> she just made out the mic. Ew. Mm. Ew, my Dang, God. Dang, huh? Oh, God. Ew. I mean, I feel COVID so- It's COVID out here. <laughs> so wait, you, we haven't put Bradley Bill in there yet? No, not yet. One, Why, two, just three, write them down. What are, where are we at now? 19 right now. 19? Yeah. Um. What about... What about... So we're really not going to do Kyrie because he's disqualified this year? But uh, you got to put Kyrie because... Uh, yeah, we'll put Kyrie there. Yeah, you got to put Kyrie. Um. We we got Donovan Mitchell, right? Yeah. Rudy Gobert? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think Donald, I don't think Rudy would go there. Uh, I don't think dude. we might. We Zach Levine might be able to slide in there. That's what I'm saying. He might be Y'all able to slide tripping. in. There. Uh, he might be able to. Y'all tripping? Who else? The who else? All right, I'll put Bradley Beal in there. He might. Wow. Yeah, he might be able to. Sl- put those. What's Zach, up with the Zach those, Levine? No, no, put no, Zach no. Levine on there too. No, no, no. Jalen Brown. I don't know. What? If he's over Zach Levine? Are you kidding over me? Over Zach Levine? Come on. I don't How know can about that. I mean, his Zach scoring. Le- listen, his scoring is going up over a few years. Plus, and, he gets a so is Zach his defense is solid. Yeah, he's like in terms of production, he nearly is uh, almost identical to uh, Tatum's. Okay, I, but so is that. So then, John Morant definitely in there too. Yeah. If you're going to do that, John Morant definitely in there. Put Zach Levine okay. in there, yeah. Zach Levine's in there. Why are you trying to throw slander? What about what about Zion? Zion up there yet? He's fine. No, not yet. No, Zion not in there yet. He's fine as hell. Zach Levine, that one. What about uh, is uh, Chris Middleton in there? No. No? Yeah, but I think he should be. You think Chris Middleton should be in there? Yeah. That playoff series he had. You put Zach Levine down? No. Okay, so how do you put Chris Middleton over Zach Levine? How many do we got? 50 40 90, the playoff series that he had in terms of closing games out against Brooklyn. But that's one one playoff run. Like, we're talking about Zach Levine over time, his numbers. He's an all star. That's cute, but but he's still producing on a lottery team. Yeah. I don't care. Put him down. Uh, I might have to end this. I might have to throw Chris Middleton in there. One, y'all two, are, three, y'all four, are hating five, on the six, pretty. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, I'm not hating Zach. He's my guy. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. So after Jalen Brown, we have 23. So we got, two, so we got two, slots yes. two slots left. Two slots left. All right. Why did you uh, get Zach the veto Levine. votes? I'm put. I'm giving my vote. Zach Why Levine, do you? You Zach don't get the veto vote. Put it down. Did you say John Morant? Yeah, John Morant's already on there. Zach Levine. Put Zach Levine on there. So oh, who else? Fine. The last one is um Chris Middleton. Or did you already put Middleton? No, I didn't put Middleton in there. So who so Alright, right, so the question is, 
The last spot. Is it has Ben taking no, it then? No, no. Middleton is the last you, spot. Oh, Middleton's the twenty five? Yeah. Okay. So is Ben Simmons should he be on that list over anyone on there? I mean, from our criteria, no. From our criteria of doing everything, but I don't think that everyone on that list does everything. So these it's are like, the t- so. It's not about doing everything. Na- at this point, we're talking about the top f- twenty-five players in the it, national. But I basketball thought initially group. that was the criteria. No, People that's who do for everything. the top ten. Okay. Yeah. So what constitutes them being in the top five? Actually, not top top twenty-five. No, just being good players, good okay. overall players. Oh, okay, but then I mean, if they have, if they're good at their specific skill sets. Then yeah, I mean I Ben like Simmons or who Carmen. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I don't know. We probably are forgetting. I'm somebody. trying to think of all the teams. So we got the Knicks, we got the Nets, we got the Bucks, we got the Pelicans. Is Julius Randle top 25? No, no. no. Okay. We got the Heat. We were like, no. We, we got the got Heat. Jimmy Butler. We got the, the Magic. We got the Spurs. Nobody. We got Nobody. the we got the the Warriors. We got stuff already. Yeah. We got the Kings. That's nothing. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> we got Portland. We, we got uh, OKC. Nobody. We got Chicago. We said Zach Levine. Zach. Um, we got the Cleveland Cavaliers. Nobody. Nobody. We got who else are we missing? Indiana Pacers. No Indiana nobody. Pacers. Nobody. The Hornets. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, who else are we missing? I will say this. I think Lamelo does. Hawks. Uh, we, we said, said Trey already. We, well, how could we forget Phoenix. Detroit, Chris? Huh? How oh, could we forget Detroit? There's nobody on Detroit. <laughs> Phoenix. We got <laughs> CP3 and Devin Booker. We did say Washington. We said uh, Washington. We said B. Oh, how could we forget Minnesota? Carl Anthony Towns? Towns. Yeah. Is he out 25 for you? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, he's so Minnesota. And the then Rockets. No. Oh, Houston nope. Rockets. Nobody. Pelicans. We. <laughs> nobody. nobody. So if anybody goes in, I'm putting Zion over Ben. Wait, hold on. So Pelicans. Then we got. What? Okay, we got the Dallas Mavericks. We got Luca. Yep. Yep. Um, I might even put Porzingis over Ben. And I think that's all the teams, right? I yeah. said all the teams. Oh, yeah. no, Toronto. Nobody. Yeah. And I put Siakam over Ben. Yeah. I'm gonna say the closest they have to the top twenty five player is Siakam, but no. Yeah. I don't I don't see who I'm putting Siakam over. Indiana. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll give, I mean, I'll, give you, I'll give Ben a top thirty five. I was gonna say top forty. <laughs> top thirty five, top forty. <laughs> this is no lie. I mean this is this is as real did as I it say, gets. Did I say all the teams? Yeah. Yeah, I you said all the teams. Right? This is as real as it gets because if he was, he wouldn't be he would no longer be on our team. Looking like a cut a lick. He would he would no longer be a member of the Philadelphia 76ers if he was the top 25 players. I because mean, there's, what, 30 teams in the league? Yeah, so teams. I'm sure, you know, one of those teams, like, oh, we need him because he's a top 25 guy. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, so. Personally, I have Siakam over Levine, but that's just me. I mean, mm. It's, it's definitely debatable at the end of the day. But the main question was, is Ben Simmons still a top 25 player? No. Because people argue to death, and we've seen it. Yeah, We have seen it. We've seen it for a very long time. And and it is all the more reason why he doesn't have the right to act the way that he's acting. So right. it's, it's just, it's just, it's just mm-mm, that's mm. not it. He's not the guy. Mm-hmm. He's not the one. You're not that guy, pal. Yeah, he's not that, he's not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. We got about um, seven minutes left. Um, what's the, your uh, thoughts? Not that guy, buddy. Just switch over to NFL real quick. Pal. What's your thoughts on the Eagles going to uh, Las Vegas? Sitting at two and four right now. They're going to be lit out there. They're going to be real lit. Eagles going to have a ball. I think for like, incoming Eagles fans who are going to watch the game, it's definitely going to be you know, a party there. Oh, it's gonna be sure. lit. Yeah. That stadium is nice. Yeah, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't expect anything different. 
from what I've been seeing. So far. unless they commit to the run game, then they won't. Yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, they're going to throw an RPO to uh, Miles Sanders. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Zach Earth is out. So we got Miles Sanders not around the RPO. R- RPO's to Greg Ward all day, baby. Yeah. <laughs> got to gotta do it. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, but I mean, listen, listen, honestly, I just, I, I don't, I don't have any, I don't have anything. Don't Unless have anything. Sirianni yeah. does I something just, different with that offense. I just have takeaways. That's all I have. Like Jalen Hurts, he has 13 total touchdowns. We know it could clearly be more. Mm-hmm. It could clearly be more from how these games have been run. He has eight passing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns, which he's actually second in the NFL behind Derrick Henry, believe it or not. Um, doesn't Sam Darnold have, like, five rushing touchdowns also? Yeah, there's, like, seven people who have, like, five touchdowns. <laughs> so I just decided to say he's second since, you know, all those people who have five touchdowns are technically second. Oh. Just trying to make our guy look good. Oh, okay. That's all. That's all. Oh, but so oh, so you're, like, one of those people who was, like, back in 2010 were like, Michael Vick was sick in the MVP even though Tom Brady won it unanimously. No, because unanimously mean no. Everybody no. else finished second. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, so look. It apparently they say our schedule is supposed to get easier, but I, I just don't have a clue what's yeah. going on. I mean, we got the Raiders four yeah. and two. We got the Lions zero oh and six. I, I don't feel like any of these are really a guaranteed win. We got the Chargers, who's four and two. First off, forget Justin Herbert. He's a bum. The week the week I finally start him, he's the reason I lose my fantasy. Oh. And Jalen Hurts puts up twenty seven uh, points. Jay, uh, what's his name? Justin Herbert gives me thirteen points. He's a freaking bum. He folded against um. Okay. Freaking the Ravens. Like, hmm. come on, dog. Like, come on. Anywho. Huh. And then we got Denver, who's 3-3. Three and three. They're on a three-game losing streak. And then uh, the Saints, who are 3-2. and two. So, like, I don't I don't really know. I, I just still don't have a clue. So, that's why I'm just so happy that as far as, like, this season, I'm not crazy, crazy invested because it's like, yo, we stink. Like, it's, 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 it's okay to have questions about certain things. But coming into this league, in the, I'm sorry, this season, and a part of the reason why we weren't as all in on the Philadelphia Eagles is because we had questions about the coach and the quarterback. Well, now it's looking like we still have questions about the coach and the quarterback. And it's like, huh. okay, do you blame Jalen Hurts for not being able to run Sirianni's system? Do you blame Sirianni for not being able to what adjust and, and play to his quarterback strengths? So it's it's literally the same thing that we've been dealing with what since system? we won that Super Bowl. I don't know what you guys did. I know what I did that helped us get that Super Bowl. I lied. I lied and said if the Philadelphia, 70, uh, Philadelphia Eagles win a Super Bowl, I will get the Philadelphia Eagles tattooed on me. I lied. I never did it. So I will take some blame on that. The rest of you, y'all need to figure out what y'all did to sell y'all soul to have our Eagles look like this. Can I, I, don't I mean, I I said that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I will partake in some ganja, and I have. I, oh. I definitely feel my head well, in the Well, I'm, I'm glad Can you I did. Can I just say, just to just get off, I, I don't mean it just to say it was funny, that whole Aaron Rodgers thing. He's like, I still own you. Oh, that was I great. own you. That was great. I still own you. I, I was it. dying. You. Well, you know I what happened, dying. right? I was dying. Like, yeah. I was The uh, lady up. in the crowd flipped yeah. him the double bird. I mean, yeah, but then, like, when you saw, like, a, a, like a crowd cam in, like, Soldier Field, a yeah. lot of people were flipping him off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey that's what I still Hey, discount you. double check. I'm like, hey. Freddie sh- Mitchell still did it first. That was so oh. funny. Flex. Like, yeah, hey. But, like, as soon as I saw that, everybody was, everybody was getting mad, especially Chicago fans. I'm just like, hey, show your father some respect. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's your daddy. 
Can we talk about King Henry real quick before we wrap up? Oh, yeah. I, just, I got some interesting stats. I was doing some by the numbers today. Derrick Henry in the last five games, he, these are his totals. 140, I'm sorry, 145 carries, 715 rushing yards, 10 total TDs. For the season, right, Derrick Henry for the season has 783 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns. He has more rushing yards than 25 NFL teams. He has more touchdowns than 30 NFL teams. King Henry is an absolute King. monster. Yeah. Oh, God, a man that big is not supposed to move that fast. Yeah, and that's He's like Brock Lesnar in pads. No, but I saw the real post. He was like, uh, Derrick Henry is literally what everybody tried to make their creative player in Madden. Legit. And it's like Giannis in, in basketball now if he makes shots. Yeah. Literally. It's, it's insane that the fact that we have creative players in real life. Yeah. So he's a big guy. He can mm-hmm. barely fit into his tight. Yeah, barely. All right, but yeah. he's supposed to be like a linebacker. Yeah, not a running back. But yeah, uh, but him, Lamar Jackson, and Kyler Murray, those are guys that are the my three front runners for MVP right now. Oh, for sure. I I would I would have um I'm putting Kyler Murray up at the top on the strength of his team being undefeated mm-hmm. and him just getting a nice weapon in Zachers. Mm-hmm. So I mean, granted, he he has a bunch of. Does have a few turnovers, but those are completely overshadowed by yeah. the team's success. So Kyler Murray has been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, but for me, uh, Lamar would be number one because he's the only guy in the NFL right now who's top ten in terms of passing, mm. and he's top ten in rushing as well. Yeah, they need to start respecting. Lamar, Lamar. is the offense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm tired of this. His throw is this. His throw is that. When he throws, he's putting up 400 yards in the air. Like stop playing. He's throwing four touchdowns. Stop playing. That game when they came back was it against the Bills? Who was, who was the game where they had to come back? Um, the Colts. The Colts. Okay, yeah, that game against the Colts. He threw four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That what you don't hear you don't hear Lamar Jackson threw four touchdowns. Like yeah. pipe down, Paul, and eat your pudding. Like yeah. Lamar Jackson's that guy. Yeah, and I feel like that's a good way to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Chris Thomas, Mark Thompson, Chico Carm. You can be listening to the Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture, every Tuesday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 98.5, and on Uptown Radio, Philly.org. And always remember, at least we're not Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> we're not Detroit. At least we're not Detroit. We're, we're not, not Detroit. Detroit.